0: Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be my talk about my Solstice of Heroes impressions for 2020. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always catch me live at SayNoToRage.com. That'll bring you right to the YouTube channel. You can hit subscribe and the bell button. That's free. Or the join button if you want to become a paying member and get the perks in the Discord like Q&A or VIP. If you'd rather do Patreon, SNTRPresents.com will take you there. So, Souls' impressions are always going to be a little bit mixed because of the way they structure the event. People tend to try to hit it hard really, really quickly the first day. I think that can lead to some exaggeration of pain and and frustration, but I did want to walk through. I am now five public events away from turning my Titan armor into legendary and I think after just being able to do that in just about a day's time with not a lot of you know super hard effort, I think it's a good time to talk about the requirements the structure, what I think. So we're going to talk about the E-A-Z and the grind um, then we're going to talk in the middle of the video about grind for grind's sake and then I want to end by talking about the armor glows because there is some criticism I think to be made there about the glows. So first E-A-Z and the grind. I'm one of those people that's always gonna be just sort of, you know, verdant forest, haunted forest, EAZ. I like that content. It's 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 short, it's sweet, it's to the point. It gets the job done. I'm you know, so in this event, that's one of the pros. If I was listening to pros and cons, I would be like, yeah, EAZ is uh, is one of the pros. It's one of the things about the event that I enjoy. Uh, same thing when Verdant Forest or Haunted Forest is around. I enjoy them. Uh, the armor grind though, I think, is going to feel a little bit like homework for people and I, I honestly think will likely turn people off. I feel like we go through this every year where a Solstice rolls around, everyone's like, yay Solstice, then they start reading the requirements and they're like, oh my gosh, frick Solstice. It's kinda, we we kind of go through this process um, every time or I think we underestimate you know, what, what's actually going to be required of us. Now, I want to push back on some of the criticism of that though. I agree, some of it seems tedious, some of it seems kind of homework-esque, and but it's a four-week event, and it is meant to kind of take us into all portions of the game. That's sort of the theme of the event. The theme of the event is you know, come and play and do all the different things in Destiny and to get angry about that, I don't think it's a valid criticism, because it's literally the point of the event. So, I want to though empathize and sympathize with the homework it's tedious criticism and in and, and here's why there isn't really any change when you put on the armor, when you put on the stuff, you know, when you do it. It's not like when you wear the masks and you can level up the masks and you get all these perks and there's kind of like this difference of feel in the gameplay. It does feel very much like, put on this junky armor, its stats, its perks are awful, it has no mods, and go do all these things, right? And people are like, I don't want to do that. The good news is, is once you, you know, it actually doesn't take too long to do that, but I do understand why somebody's like, man, I really don't like that. Also, the magnificent grind, so majestic, is just getting it to legendary, and the magnificent grind is to turn on the white glow. Uh, and you don't, you don't need to do this if you want to just buy the glow. You can, but I think the magnificent glow, the highest level glow, and unlock that—it's essentially the masterwork. That's really where people are going to get off the train. They're going to be like, "Dude, I do not want to do this. This is asking way too much of me." I think most folks are going to just take it to legendary and probably buy the glows and you know that's probably one of the good things that they did we'll talk about that in a moment so let's just talk about grind for grind's sake making us wear the armor with no real benefit I think is one of their first and most primary mistakes. If they gave us sort of some weird mechanical thing that happened when we wore the full armor set and went into content whether it's Gambit Strikes Crucible I think that would be I think a layer of value that would make you feel like yeah I can't wear my armor yeah my mods and stats all get jacked up but there's this different thing that happens when I wear the armor like obviously you know the orbs are getting you know dropped and you can get the elemental charge that's not quite enough I don't think. If you're going to ask me to put on armor that's sort of outside of my usual armor set, pieces, then give me a benefit and give me something in the game that happens. Another thing they could do is instead of having everything kind of be, uh, you know, somewhat convoluted and somewhat, you know, not in, not interconnected, have each armor piece have a theme. So, you know, the, the boots, Gambit Crucible Orbs, right? And then I, I think the Gambit Games could also be on here. And then you could have something like Bank Motes and Gambit. So, literally, the the boots could be all about Gambit. So instead of having to wear the entire armor set, you would literally put on the boots, go run three or four games of Gambit or something, and then be done. You know, five games, I think, is a bit much. Three games, I think, is more appropriate. Now, somebody might push back on that and say, but Lono, I like wearing the multiple sets because then I can get multiple things done at the same time. That's true, But I think your efficiency would probably go up if it was literally, switch this one piece and go run three strikes. Switch this one piece and go run the EAZ, you know, a handful of times. So yes, we're going around to Crucible, Gambit, EAZ, and Strikes. We're going around to all those hoppers, but when we're doing it, we're only having to switch one armor piece. Now, apparently this was unknown to us and not really announced. It got deduced and has been confirmed to be by design. You get double and triple progress on your next characters so it, it speeds up at first they were acting like that wasn't supposed to be happening but apparently it is so you know, keep that in mind once you jump to your other characters it tends to speed up um, oh DMG said it's a bug somebody said he confirmed that was by design he acted like it was unintended but then somebody came in later and said no 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 he confirmed it's supposed to be doing that so we'll see if that sticks cause Wheezy's saying it's not a bug I would also say... Um, here's the tweet uh, from DMG double progress on alt characters check with the team, that's correct obtaining the final legendary armor set on a class will add a one times uh, modifier to other classes on an account finishing the rare renewed legendary tier 1, so two times once the class has been obtained for the final character set and three times once two classes have obtained the the final armor set, we will definitely call this out in the TWAB for wider visibility so it is by design, there you go, it's not a bug thank you Wheezy I would also say they need to fold more of the event into with the EAZ and the armor perks. Fold the event into what you're requiring us to do. Put perks on the armor. Include the EAZ more. I think that would be helpful. That would make things, I think, you know, uh, you know be a little bit more, more thematic instead of feeling so much like homework, right? Lastly, let's talk about the armor glows. Here's where I... I don't want to sound like one of those real picky and persnickety complainers on Reddit who comb over every jot and tittle of the Eververse and they kind of overblow things and kind of exaggerate things, but I think there is valid criticism here with respect to the glows. First, before I get into my criticism, I do want to say I love the change to where I can just buy the glow and then I'm done. I buy the set. It's a universal ornament set and I can always use it. I always have it with me. That was a great change, okay? However, I am really unhappy and disappointed with how much the glows do not look like the marketing materials and the pictures. The marketing materials, the wallpapers, uh, the images on their website, it is completely and utterly different. They look like, to me, the glows and the animations from Age of Triumph. They looked pretty extreme. They looked pretty awesome. They looked almost like a protrusion from the armor piece. It was almost like uh, you know a physical piece of the armor you know sticking off, similar to the Garden of Salvation armor uh, glowy sections. That's kind of what it felt like to me. Now, once you get them and you look at them, I mean, right now, for the sake of it, in the video, I will go to the store and I'll examine it. Now, I know what people are going to say. They're like, Belono, it glows brighter when your super is active. First of all, I've seen the pictures of them glowing brighter when the super is active, and it looks nothing like the pictures. Okay? looks nothing like the pictures. It's closer. It's closer to the pictures, but it's still not as good as the pictures. All right? They turned up the... The contrast and the brightness and all that on the pictures, and they ow and they really really made it look more they look more solid uh, than than they do in the game now the other part of my criticism here is. What good is the glow if when I go into my inventory, I don't get to kind of enjoy what I look like? One of my favorite things to do is when I go into my inventory and someone's like, yo, what shader is that? Yo, what armor is that? Yo, what this is that? And I I love that. I absolutely love that. I think that's one of the things that makes going into your inventory so nice is you get to go in and kind of see all that you've kind of crafted with respect to your look and your loadout. So the glows only look really, really dope they they only look really really dope when your super is full. Which what on earth am is am I gonna am I gonna go into my inventory to enjoy that glow when my super is full? No, that's stupid. Like why am I gonna do that? It should be like that all the time. The brightness on the going up when your super is active. Uh, I mean I'm sorry when you're full of super. So if I really want to enjoy my purchase and all my work, I got to get a full super and then go into my inventory and be like, yeah, that does look pretty hot. I I really, really don't think that that was the right call. I think they should look exactly like they do on the website all the time. It's something that I earned and purchased. You know, I earned the armor and then I purchased the glow. That to me, I think is how they should have done it um not really not not really at all a fan of uh, of how they set this up so we're going to transition to q a uh, and we'll, we'll have a co-host with techno obviously you guys can submit your questions if you're a member here in youtube or patreon you can do that in discord or youtube chat you do have to be a paying member if you'd like to catch these streams live go to sayno no to rage.com and as always please like share and subscribe Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be my Q&A session that followed the Solstice Impressions video. If you want to watch these live, you can go to Rage.com. That'll bring you to the YouTube channel If you hit subscribe and the bell button, you will not miss out on streams. You can also click the join button on YouTube to get emotes and perks in Discord like early access to Q&A or VIP call-ins If you'd rather use Patreon you can go to SNTRPresents.com and support me there as well The tiers of support are identical to YouTube, whichever is easiest or best for you. I am being joined today by Techno. You've heard his voice before on some of the VIP call-ins. This is the one and only time we're allowing for someone to give away their co-host. That's not something we're going to do going forward. I'm going to let it slide this one time because we approved it like, I don't know, like a month ago. So say hello to everybody, Techno. Welcome to the co-host today.
1: Hi, everybody. Hope we have enough bandwidth
0: for today. He... (laughs) He's, he sounds he sounds so enthused and excited to be here. Uh. That's just how I sound. Yeah, that's I'm just pretty how I'm tired. Is. I took like
1: ten hours yesterday to get my solstice set all the way done.
0: He'll have good input uh, for you guys today as a part of being the co-host. Literally before Q&A was done, he helped me get the legendary set. We ran around, or he ran around, I should say, and did the adventures for me, and then we did the pubs really, really quickly. So I got my first legendary set on the Titan, and uh, I actually like the way that it looks. Um, so, but the, the the grind, the next section of the grind, and the grind after that grind, uh, I'm probably going to bypass. I'm probably just going to do the uh the legendary sets. So, first question from Xlandrel. So, Solstice just seems like a lot of filler to pad out the season. What could Bungie do to make Solstice more engaging? I mean, I'm going to take the first the first half because the second half we could get into a lot of different ideas and I'm sure Techno probably has ideas after spending, you know, 10 hours kind of slamming through the first the first wave of this, um, but as far as it being filler, we need to. I think we just need to accept and acknowledge that whenever they do end of season uh, events or end of season things, they're kind of going to be filler. You know, whether it was the the, the you know uh, solstice of heroes uh, or moments of triumph or the dawning or the festival of the lost or when we were getting the fractaline, I, I kind of think this is what they do i'm not saying that that makes it okay i'm just sort of saying we need to sort of expect that i feel like they just sort of let a a a season coast down um and then as it's coasting down they sort of put filler content on the back end i think one of the reasons for this is it it's they can't make it super substantive. It's limited time, you know, it's three to four weeks and then it's over. So if it was amazing or awesome or really, really deep and substantive, I think it would irritate people because they're like, Well, this is gonna be gone in three to four weeks. I mean, typically people do even kind of they don't they don't complain about this in too harsh of a way, but people do sort of say, Man, I'm I'm really bummed. I was enjoying EAZ or the Verdant Force or the Haunted Forest, and now it's gone. I think honestly, sometimes these things are like uh, these events are like Seinfeld characters and I've always said that you couldn't have an entire show centered around just Kramer or just Elaine um, even though there have been very very good shows like Curb Your Enthusiasm and Veep that are somewhat centered around those those actors and they are very in some respects those characters are similar but they're good in small doses you know an entire show centered around Kramer would have been maybe a little too much and I think these events are kind of like that they're probably best in small doses I think fundamentally the problem with Solstice is Bungie gets too mechanical. Um, they basically say, what's the way we can maximize engagement and stretch it out? As opposed to saying, how can we make this more fun and inviting? The idea I put in my video, and we kind of came up with this yesterday, is why doesn't the armor do anything when I'm wearing it? Like when you're in, you know, Haunted Forest and you're wearing the mask you had some pretty cool things happening. You could be like Invincible in the air, uh, Verdant Forest with Revelry or whatever it was called. You could get, you know, all sorts of crazy builds and I had endless shield throws with Doomfang because, you know, when I'm in there, different rules are applying and different things are happening. You know, then Solstice rolls around and nothing really happens when you put the armor on and, I mean, after putting in the grind techno, what, what could they do to make you enjoy it more and make it more engaging?
1: Well, first parts about the grind i think the eaz is probably the part i actually enjoyed like the eaz running around killing the bosses doing the chest that i actually enjoyed that part of running everything everything else was just oh cool the same strike i've been running for the past four years mm-hmm. oh cool running crucible again and now everyone's running hard because they're also doing this and it's It feels like the armor is the grind, but the EAZ in itself as an activity is, I think, pretty good. So if you don't really care about the armor and you just want to run in the EAZ, the Solstice packages actually do have some good rewards. I got some enhancement prisms out of mine earlier.
0: Yeah, it's a good good little content loop, but it feels super disconnected from the armor grind. Like, the armor grind is literally, do an EAZ, and then I think it was a small amount of orbs that I had to create in the EAZ. I think it was less than the amount of orbs I had to create in Gambit.
1: Yeah, there's uh, for my Majestic set, I had to get 2,000 elemental kills and pick up 1,000 orbs. And I did most of that in the strike playlist because the EAZ was just not very good unless the objective required me to be in the EAZ. Mm-hmm. For, yeah. like, all of them. The only exception to that is, like, uh, the boss kills.
0: Yeah, I mean, something I said in my video is each armor piece, if it was attached to an activity... I think would be better, so if it was literally like, wear the helmet in the EAZ, and it had all these things to do while you were in in there, and then wear the gauntlets in Strikes, and wear the chest piece in Gambit, and wear the boots in Crucible, I, I don't know, I feel like that would be better, it would take you uh, like on a bit of a round robin through all the game's activities, but you would only have to change one armor piece, as opposed to, you try to mix and match, and I'm usually done with the EAZ requirements fairly quickly. So then I'm doing what you're doing. I'm going into Strikes Crucible or Gambit. And if 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 I'm telling the truth, we weren't really trying that hard in Gambit. The first game kind of didn't go that we well. We just so I was wanted like,
1: the completion.
0: Yeah, we, we are. We, you just you go in there purely mechanically. Like I'm just going in here for the completion. Also, I'm using graviton lance and trying to create void orbs. And graviton probably wasn't the best and fastest way to cut through those enemies. Um, I had to play more drawn back and kind of stay back, and it it I don't know TTK on the graviton wasn't that great. It felt a little slow. I I probably could have been quicker with my Dire Promise uh, and a shotgun. Um, so it it, I went in there and even I, I I even played kind of stupidly and kind of slowly with respect to getting kills and getting. Uh, the orbs why not recluse people said run graviton and i probably should have switched to recluse because the graviton did not seem to be quick and snappy enough uh for the way that you know gambit set up um we were i think we were probably thinking that cosmology would have assisted me but it really didn't um so do you have any other comments on this question about how to make it more engaging
1: for more engaging, I don't really know. It's a free seasonal event to everyone, so I don't know how much I want Bungie focusing on that instead of stuff behind paywalls and stuff like seasonal content, That like uh, Season of Arrivals content. We don't have anything left in Season of the Arrivals that's specific to people who paid except for the Traveler's Chosen quest.
0: And I think if Beyond Light... Um if Beyond Light was not delayed I, I definitely think we wouldn't be in that bad a shape we'd be a month away from Beyond Light we'd be like this is sort of the final weeks that usually is when things tend to slow down I think the reason folks are a little like oh my is when this is over and done with We're only into September, we got to get to November, (laughs) we got to get to November before we get beyond light, and I think that is a justifiable sort of fatigue or burnout, I think the best thing we can do as a community is take breaks, play other games, try to be positive, try to provide feedback, and not hammer them for that, we're about to, as a community, both here in this channel and everywhere, we are about to go through a drought, and it's a necessary drought. Just accept that lots of games are getting delayed. I mean, the games are going to get pushed out of this year that we were all looking forward to. Uh, TV shows and movies are getting delayed and put on hold. It is a giant, giant bummer. Um, and so I, I try to say, I was reading through a book about like, you know, if you're going through, you know, like suffering and, and bad things have happened to you, you're going through tragedy. Um, one of the statements that really stuck out was uh, I don't have to like it I just have to learn to live with it and I feel like that's a good mantra for people to take on uh, in Destiny and in life right now, we don't have to like it we do not have to like the situation that we're in but we do have to learn to live with it stuff's going to get delayed and stuff's going to be slower and uh, not as expeditious whether you're getting something shipped from Amazon or waiting for the next you know, expansion in Destiny so... And I tend to agree with Techno. I don't know if for free events we want them putting tons of substance and depth into the basket. Um, it's not really meant to be that anyway. So
1: It's just a content loop. The EAZ is a lot better than other seasonal events in my opinion. Like Haunted Forest and Verdant Forest to me were just the infinite forest with different flavors. Mm-hmm. But the EAZ is like a completely new area and it's the most verticality and i think it's a pretty detailed map that we've had for just a seasonal activity and i feel like you're right with that seinfeld kramer philosophy where if it stayed around all the time i would enjoy it a lot less than if it was just a seasonal activity like it is now
0: yeah yeah because you go in you do your weeklies and your dailies or whatever was required for it or let's say it had a milestone attached to it and it would definitely. There are,
1: there are two milestones attached to it, right? One for and, killing bosses and one for opening chests, which doesn't matter because I'm max power.
0: Yeah, and fourth, fifth, or sixth month, I think we'd be like, ah, pff, I'm kind of bored of this. It, you know, I, I think Verdant Forest, Hana Forest, EAZ. You know, I believe these are they're 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 good in in short spurts. Um, and I just worry EAZ's not. Um, he's not really folded into uh. He's not folded into the... The content, I'm sorry, is not folded into the the event enough. So, uh, to the person in chat that keeps coming in trying to promote another another channel or stream, it's automatically getting snagged by the automated moderation on, on YouTube, because they don't want you doing that, and neither do I. Uh, you're not doing your buddy any favors by doing that. Number one, nobody's seeing the message. And number two, it just isn't very classy. So I know you're trying to do something nice, but it's just not good form in the streaming world and in the content creating world. Uh, YouTube automatically snaps, snags both comments on channels and comments in chat that do that because self-promotion is just such a uh, uh, a not, not good thing to do. Um, so... And I'm being nice about it. A lot of people are not going to be nice to you. So, um, and they're not going to be nice to your friend either. You're not doing him any favors. I wouldn't. I would. I would stop uh, what you're doing. <laughs> um, next question: Canadian OP says, "In your opinion, what, if anything, could Bungie have done to remedy last year's ripoff with Solstice armor glows to make us want to grind or uh, pay again?" Well, they did make the purchase, the purchasing factor better. But, we were saying this before Q&A started, the white glows, when you unlock them, are not in a universal uh, ornament, right? It's not a universal ornament. And the... So the glows that you purchase, in some respects, are better. Um, in some respects, are better. Because if you're... Um, if you're spending the time to go and get the white one, the white glows, number one, hopefully the armor pieces you have are good. You know, hopefully they're, uh, they're good rolls, because you're gonna, you're gonna supplant your existing armor with them. And... You know, but to the first part of your question, so it's like, so I I want to say that it's like, yeah, they did a better they did a better way of doing this, like purchasing them, the the system and the funnel with which you go through to purchase the glows is better than last year. But then they made like the white glows not as good as the purchasable glows because the the white glows you should get a white ornamental set, right? You, you should get a white ornamental set when you, when you unlock the white glows. It shouldn't be like, no, you have to wear the armor. And to what you said about last year, man, if you bought them and did them last year, I think they should have given you that as an ornament set as a, as a goodwill gesture. Hey, we kind of fumbled the ball last year. It wasn't set up good for purchase. The armor itself wasn't that great either. Here is uh, an ornament set from last year if you did it, you know, if you well, bought
1: it to defend Bungie just a little bit in last year that was also right before we got the armor 2.0 system so it was all the roles we grinded for were the armor 1.0 versions so when armor 2.0 came around they had their armor 1.0 stats which were like 50 totals and pretty bad rolled
0: i thought when you completed it last year they gave you armor 2.0 armor that was the first set you could get that was armor 2.0 that's
1: And then that's where they dropped the ball again because those were all 50 stat totals on the 2.0 version with the mod slots.
0: Right. And that's what I'm driving at. Like at every turn, they kind of bumbled it. And they they should have given people that did it and purchased the glows a full ornamental set as a goodwill gesture. It just should have been in your postmaster. Um, You know. And uh, one thing we were talking, I think, yesterday about uh, stat
1: propensity and everything for the solstice armor if you want 60 plus the version of the solstice armor you're going to have to complete all the majestic challenges and get it to magnificent
0: which is a pretty big barrier and then after that then you got to grind so that's another well, reason that that's to, its inferior armor as a reward for
1: me and i think players like me we're gonna see that and we're like well i already have the universal ornament and i already have my 60 statted armor so why would i do that Because I can just throw the ornament on.
0: Exactly. That's exactly the point I was driving at earlier. It's like the the purchasable glows are superior. If I go all the way to get the white glows, and then I go all the way to take it up to where I can start to get good stat rolls, by the time I do that, the the, the event's going to be close to over, and I won't have time to grind for better stat rolls, so the ornaments that are purchasable are superior. a, A simple solution here is, if you unlock the white glows, it should be an ornamental set, so you can put it on your existing armor that is that you like to run you know i've got a it's not even that good of a helmet that i've been wearing lately um and none of my titan armor is actually that impressive that i've been wearing but you know at least it's what i like they're all yeah these are all in the 50s um so like uh
1: for on my warlock i have the season pass armor that all drops 60 plus when you claim it from there and instead of So when I put on the Solstice armor that had those 50 stats, I definitely felt that pain. And then I'm like, sweet, legendary sets. And then it's like, oh, there's still crap stats. So now I got to go and do the majestic sets. And then after I do that, now I have to grind rolls that I like on those sets when I already have armor like that, that I can just put the ornament on in the first place. It feels like the second and last set are just kind of pointless to be released this late in the season.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I just realized like I'm wearing I've been wearing like an inferior helmet. Um I have a I have a sixty-three I could have been wearing. I've been wearing a I've been wearing a crappy helmet. (laughs) Um that is, you know, it's a level it's a level eight energy, but it's a fifty two. And so once you start really combing through and looking at it, I just think this doesn't this just doesn't land it's just not a great crescendo. I think sometimes they again I think they got I think they got too focused on doing the how do we get people to play this and and kind of stay in the grind and i think unfortunately because they took that angle the content itself is structured in a way that is pretty unappealing um and i think that's that's something that they need to look at because if any anytime anytime i'm going to commit to a grind anytime i'm going to commit to a grind that's going to be the question that i'm asking is how long is it gonna take and what are the rewards And I think in this case it's like wow, it's actually gonna take a ton of time and the reward is inferior to something I can purchase um, and I that that's where I think that's where the 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 big challenge is when they do something that's short is as we just said a little bit ago if it's just if it's too, if it's too substantive, it'll feel kind of lopsided. It's like, well, it comes at the end of the season, and you know, it's it's, it not only does it come at the end of the season, but it, it comes at a time when people are kind of either taking breaks, or they're gonna feel like they have to scramble if it's too, if it's too substantive you know, and I think the seasonal the seasonal ends, as we said just a little bit ago are just, there's a natural, I think propensity for those seasonal ends to be um set up in such a way where, yes, it is, I agree, yes, it is sort of a, uh, it is sort of a times like uh, pat, it's padded. Um, that's just kind of the nature of a season ending, but that doesn't necessarily mean that that's that's an indictment of the content. like the content's going to, I think naturally near season ends. That's just gonna naturally happen. So Next question from Hitman. The fact that we get ornaments, uh, is a great addition, but I still have nothing remotely exciting to chase, uh, in chests or boss kills is a huge letdown. Even if the event had four or five exclusive mods to chase, do you agree? I have always been of the opinion when you give these small content loops, like having a weapon dropping in the content would make it way more exciting. Um, like when the Undying Mind showed up, he should have been dropping in a loop. That just would have been cool. Uh, and... And when you, um, you know, when you're going to the EAZ, having literally a gun dropping, I always said that about the Haunted Forest, and then they kind of did it with the the Braytek Werewolf, but then the, all the roles you could grind for were inferior to the one they just gave you really easily. Um, so since it's only four weeks long, I'm I would always say one weapon is perfect. It's a it's a really really good mix. The whole time you're working on bounties and your armor, or whatever, there's this gun that can drop and you're hoping to get a pretty good roll on it. And I just, I think sometimes they miss out on really, really, really really easy capital. You get a lot of capital out of one gun, and you throw it in the Verdant Forest, Haunted Forest, or the EAZ, and it's just dropping from the boss. You see that little engram pop out, you get excited, it gives you that sense of, I might get something cool while I'm in here. Instead of it being just this pure sort of I go in, I do it, I get out. I go in, I do it, I get out. Now, I do like the EAZ. I like searching for the little chests. I like getting all the little boxes. I think it scratches some of that simple content loop itch. But I do think, again, as I said, they miss out on really easy capital. One gun. It ain't that hard to put it in. Braytech Werewolf was close to the mark, but the roll sucked, so it really didn't work all that well. What do you think here, Techno, about? Should they be putting loot in there for you to grind for? I think
1: like with Braytech werewolf where they made a weapon themed around the event and throw it in there would be a great idea because if i run the eaz at this point because i want the packages to open them and get more resources not because i'm going in there for anything specific and because i'm destiny rich i don't really need more resources mm-hmm. so now that my armor is done i don't really have a reason to go into the eaz
0: right Right, it immediately breaks down for you because it's like I'm done. It was like when you finally got like, a lot shotgun from you know escalation protocol. You're like, well, I'm done. And as you said, you don't need the resources. So, th- th- this is this is the perfect sort of anecdotal testimony to say, man, Bungie, you'd get so much capital out of one gun. One is all you need, um, and you'd, you'd get you'd get a lot of capital out of it. And i i know for a fact i would spend time grinding things like verdant forest haunted forest and eaz if there was just one cool item that could drop with you know good good rolls on it um let's
1: let's fantasize for a quick second what type of gun would you want to drop from the eaz like a complete new one or like a reissue but with updated aesthetics or something
0: I mean, it'd be it'd be really, really easy to do a reissue with cool rolls, something unique, uh, anything from Devrim. So the Call to Serve or the Lincoln Green uh, or the, oh, what's that great auto rifle that everybody loves? Scaife, Scaife Lock. There you go. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. Like you just reissue one of those, slap some cool unique perks on there, something new that it can do, uh, you know, maybe dress it up a little bit and make it look, what if once you get it, you know you can masterwork it and then there's an ornament you can buy to make it match all of your cool armor that you got from the event. You make it glow. Boom. I mean ship that. You 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 you're giving people a, an item uh, to grind for and then potentially making money off of it cuz people are going to want to buy that ornament for it. Like and I know they're like oh we're no longer selling legendary ornaments. So maybe I just kind of, you know, came up with an idea that can't be done anymore, but I don't know. I just it's just one of those things where th- it's, it's one gun. I, I kept saying that about so many things. Like, do one gun per vendor a season. So I just have something that can drop while I'm in Strikes or Crucible that might get cool rolls on it. It's like, you get you, you would get so much capital out of that. Hey, this season, Vanguard Strikes are dropping this shotgun, and it can get blah, blah, blah perk. Oh, cool. And then while I'm in Strikes, there's something that has been ever so slightly reinvigorated in strikes which is oh when the boss dies there's a chance for this item to pop out of him Uh, and then as we said many many times before I could get boons to increase the drop rate, or as I level up Zavala, the drop rate increases. Maybe it increases the longer I stay in the playlist. Same with Crucible. So you're encouraging people to stay in the playlist funnels and not leave and not back out, and you're giving me a reason to grind core content and level up an NPC. And you get all that from one frickin' gun. One gun! And, you know, that's gonna be a slogan I'm just gonna start saying. One gun, Bungie, one gun. Throw one gun in the content, and you're gonna get more capital out of it. You're gonna get more grind... Um, and potentially if you sell ornamentation for something like that you know you, you could make money on it now they said they're not going to be selling any more legendary ornaments but you know they could they could do it another way maybe like say you know, uh, well, you know to put into
1: perspective how much just one gun could do remember way back in season of dawn when line in the sand first came out and at that time linear fusion rifles were just complete garbage. In fact, they're still kind of garbage, but it doesn't change the fact that I went and I grinded out a god roll. And that took a good couple hours of running Sundial and doing the seasonal bounties and all that, and that's just from one gun that wasn't even in the meta at the time. It doesn't even have to really be good. If it's just in there, players will be like, I'll get that.
2: Yeah,
0: especially if it's got something maybe slightly unique on it, some some new perk or something where, you know... You could even give it an intrinsic perk, like if you use it, you know, during the event, it has a chance to spawn all you know the orbs that you're trying to create or whatever, and it could, that could just be intrinsic to it because it could literally be the gun from Solstice. So next year when Solstice rolls around again, you pull that weapon out and you're like, yeah, I got my my Solstice scathe lock from last year. I'm going to use this to help me get increased orb generation, and it's still a great gun. It's got a good roll, blah blah blah. But you know, they, they do something intrinsic with it. I think could also uh, help. So,
1: a gun that fits that uh, narrative pretty well is remember the Dawning when they introduced the Cold Front, the uh, 750 SMG.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. That was that was a that was an item that was unfortunately g- grinding for it was uh, not super directional or intentional, which I would say is part of the problem whenever they do something like that. It's either like, well, I can't really grind for it or when they did it with the um, the Bratek Werewolf it was like, the rolls aren't even worth it. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think if if they would have given you a better route to grind for the cold front, I think that's a good example of a weapon, um, that had, had potential to, you know, get people in there and, you know, and get people grinding the event. Next question from Darksider: With each class having to generate different orbs and activities, and kills not being fire team wide, Solstice feels like a step back from the Guardian game's objectives. Uh, why do you think Bungie made them so anti-fire team-like while also requiring to play match content? Well, and it's not even consistent. Uh, real quick, some one of thing shared. about
1: that is um, the Guardian kills are team wide for the Majestic set, where it's a, where I have to get like a hundred. I think on a titan it's 100 void kills in the crucible it's team wide on that so some of them are team wide some of them are per player but i think a lot more of them need to be team wide
0: well and that that's that's where i was starting is it's not consistent it's like some of them um some of them were team wide and some of them aren't i think it, they should i think everything should be team wide bounties those type of objectives. As long as you're in the game and you're in proximity of the kills, it should just count for you. I know people are like, well, the AFKers, the AFKers. If bounties and these sorts of objectives were team-wide, as long as you're within proximity of the combat, that, that, that defeats anybody trying to AFK and it it makes it not feel so step backwards, separate, Play by yourself, final loss sector, whatever. Or you get annoyed with your teammates for doing a good job. Like, can you please stop killing Like I was laughing. I was playing EAZ earlier with some people. Uh it, yeah, I think that it was, was lightly. Yeah, it was light leap and techno. And every time I would get to the boss, I would get there and the boss is like fading away and dying, right? They were just blitzing the bosses. And it didn't matter. I had I had plenty of time uh, to kill them. It was actually the final bosses that I needed to kill anyway. I was actually under the wrong impression. I thought I had to kill the mini-bosses, and it was just the bosses at the end. But if I was trying to kill those mini-bosses, my team doing a good job and running the content efficiently was hurting my progress, right? And so, anytime you're trying to get a certain type of kill or do a certain type of thing, and your teammates are working against that just by playing well, I think that's a design flaw. Um this happens in strikes if teammates are going really really quick and really fast and killing everything they're they're working against your progress and that's just simply not how it should work at all
1: if I can't go into a strike by myself then it should count kills from my team
0: mm-hmm. yeah yeah PN Raynard with the first two armor tasks being copied over from last year, lack of a weekly pinnacle, Dawning and Guardian Games had one, and no reward for three completely, uh, sets of armor is the reward structure good enough? The Sparrow no. thing's already been highlighted yeah, no, they, they, um didn't even listen to us about the Sparrow you know, um we basically said it should be an exotic and have better perks and be a 160 and they're like well, people didn't like the Sparrow so we got rid of it it's like, wait, what? Like <laughs> it's like it, it, it's like going to a restaurant and being like yeah this particular menu item it's it's too expensive we don't we don't get enough we want we would like you know i would order this thing off of the menu if it came with more things and They're like okay we understand you don't like that menu item we're deleting it from the menu and it's like wait no that's not what i said <laughs> like that's what it feels like it's like we were asking for more not its removal and so i, I I think that is what I call tone deaf bungee. It's like they 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 interpret the con the, the, the feedback so rigidly that their response is it feels tone deaf. It's like that's not what we said. Um, I don't know techno with, with with the Sparrow. What would you have wanted to see them do? I
1: don't think making it an exotic and making it 160 was literally the best thing they could have done and the easiest thing they could have done, and. They just took it out because they misunderstood it, where it was a bad reward, so then now there's no reward. It's like, you don't like it? Well, now you don't get it at all. Well,
0: and and Cosmo said that the white glow unlock is the new kind of reward in their mind, but as we said just moments ago, that's like an inferior set, the, the purchasable glows are better because they're actually a universal ornament if the white glow was a universal ornament, I would probably be like, okay they swapped the sparrow for an ornamental set you can unlock by doing everything I, Yeah, that, that, seem, that seems like a trade it's a cosmetic for a cosmetic um, but it's not that, it's not that it's an armor set you have to wear if you want to use the white glows which means it's unlikely you're going to have a good enough role to supplant your existing roles if you're a hardcore player, so it's an inferior reward. So, next question from Eternal Darkness. To some players who see the challenges on the Solstice gear, it would seem overwhelming, and then the reward structure for the event isn't that great. What could Bungie do in the future to make the Solstice gear not seem overwhelming to some, and make the event be more rewarding? I mean, I think my suggestion about saying put these gauntlets on for crucible, put this chest piece on for strikes would make it a lot more piecemeal. You would say, Oh, well tonight I'm going to do strikes. Boom. And you slap on that one armor piece for strikes and you go run strikes. And the next night you come back and you're like, well tonight I'm going to do crucible, right? It's like, I don't know. It feels like when you get that project assignment in class or that, that, that you're looking at your syllabus and the syllabus looks like this giant mountain What I would always do is I would slice it up and say I gotta do this this week, this this week, this this week and I would put it all into a calendar and then the syllabus looks far more manageable. It's a similar thing here. If they would let you kind of slice out an armor piece and just work on that armor piece I feel that would make folks say, oh I got a lot to do but I can attack this very piecemeal and very focused instead of feeling like i gotta wear this and this and then i gotta go into gambit and i gotta get orb kills but i also need guardian kills so maybe i should just go into crucible (sighs) no it's too it's like it's all over the place um is do you think this is a concern you know uh techno that it shouldn't you know it's overwhelming to players that don't play as often or you know more casual players is that a concern here
1: my biggest problem with everything was the amount required felt like they weren't equal, like five public events versus five crucible or gambit matches are a completely different investment in time and how much you have to pay attention and be involved.
0: Yeah, no, that's, that's really good feedback, you know, five public events. And then, you know, three crucible matches would be, I think a better uh, trade, um, and be close. They wouldn't be exact, but they'd be closer to time investments. um, you know, each public event takes roughly five minutes. Five public events is 25 to 30 minutes. Three Crucible matches is roughly 30 minutes. Like, they'd be closer in, in, in Hemisphere. But yeah, five public events is like a half an hour. And then five Crucible matches is easily over an hour of your time. Um, I, <laughs> it does. It, it, seems, it seems very, very uh, mismatched, you know, with respect to quantity. So not only does it, I think is it, again, it's like that big giant... Syllabus that you're like, oh my gosh, I got to do a book report in October. I could do this this week, that next week, and it overwhelms you. I think having all of the the requirements and the things you're being asked to do, they're not they just homogenize them per armor piece, you know? Because here's an example, you know, this one's gamma matches orbs, and then guardians defeated with arc weapons, okay? And then down here, heroic events, ability bosses, and then strike playlist combatants fallen defeated and then elemental final blows, playlist strike orbs, and then final blows, and then patrols, E-A-Z elemental orbs, and final weapon blows. These are actually more homogenized. You could actually work on one one piece at a time, truth be told. Guardians defeated with 100 weapons, though, is more crucible than Gambit. You're not going to get 100 guardians defeated. Well, you yeah, might. But
1: they are team-wide, too, though, for the arc weapon final blows. And then yeah, so there's, that one goes pretty fast. Do five patrols, and then do ten gambit matches. Right. Those are way different time investments. Like it took me, I think, three hours to get through my ten gambit matches. Cause the other team was just toying with us and playing with us and wasn't even attacking their prime evil.
0: Yeah, people tend to troll because they know you're in there and you're just like you're just throwing. You're like, I'm just here to get the check mark. <laughs> like, you know, and we talked about that earlier, like One of the reasons that people, I think, end up going into Crucible or Gambit and throwing is because it's not even that they're actively throwing. They're not checked in. They're like, I'm just here so I don't get fined. Like, I'm just here to get the check mark and the box checked. And so they don't check in. They don't try. They're just kind of going through the motions. And then that frustrates the people that are trying uh, to win. So... MG Avenger with the next question. With all of the backlash players are giving with regards to this event and how tedious it is, do you think adding more checklists to a game riddled with checklists is the right way to go? In my eyes, events need an overhaul. This is, I, I didn't go deep into depth with, and, and I didn't go in depth on this, but when I said fold the event and the activity more into what we're doing, that's kind of what I meant. Make it more about, like, go into the EAZ, put on this armor and get these cool benefits instead of put this armor on and go do this ten times. Go do this five times. Go do this six times. It's like, it, I don't know, I feel like if it was just more organic, like, put the armor on and go, go play the EAZ for a while. You know? Or as I said, you know, put these gauntlets on and just play strikes for a little bit. Um... I think it's unavoidable. Anytime they try to use the existing game for an activity, it's kind of unavoidable. You're going to have that sense of, I've already, I'm sick of running strikes, or I'm sick of running this, or I'm sick of running that. Well, I mean, you'd be really sick of the EAZ if that's all it was, was four weeks of EAZ, right? I mean, they had to mix it up a little bit. Um, what do you think Your Techno, with respect to like, it's just another checklist? We already have lots of checklists. How could they do it and not make it feel so checklist?
1: I think that would be pretty hard considering that that's how Bungie really like pads out content and extends it. It's like, here's your chore list for the day before we can move on. We also have to remember that for the, I think, or I personally think that Bungie doesn't intend us to like sit down and do a 10 hour session of just grinding the armor. getting through the entire thing in a day I think they plan it to take us a couple days to a week to get to our purple sets and all that so I think that's why the numbers are so high but hardcore players and players that just invest more time aren't really on that combat rhythm or content rhythm Mm -hmm. so they're just gonna do everything they can do they're gonna bite as much as they can off in one bite and since there's no time gating, because everyone hates time gating and everyone gives Bungie crap for that already, they just inflate the numbers for everything. So I don't really know how they can not make it a checklist and not make everyone run through it incredibly fast at the same time.
0: I think Lightleap summarized it really well here. He said the gameplay needs to be reoriented right now. You focus on the objective so you adjust gameplay. They should obje- they should adjust the objectives so you can choose your favorite gameplay and just to complete the objectives on the side. I think what he just highlighted is a fundamental problem in year 3 and this touches on bounties as well is objectives, bounties, and other things are so narrow, they become play flow disrupting. Well, I gotta run strikes, but I gotta put on a bow and a fusion and a linear fusion. And then once you're done with those bounties, you're like, okay, what now? Okay, scout rifle, um, what is this? Uh, you know, trace rifle and grenade launchers. And so I change my whole, you know, gun load out. And I'm losing all of my ammo every time I do that. And so, that's why when I said, you know, make bounties like, just primary, secondary, and heavy bounties. So it says, get rapid kills with the primary. Get kills with the primary without reloading. Get precision kills with your primary. So I can just run whatever the frick I want. As he's saying, I can just go do what I want with my loadout, and the objectives are more on the side, and they're happening more organically. I would apply the same principles to these events. It's like, yeah, that's fine. You have all these things you need me to do, but it should be a side you know, thing and I'm just kind of going into content that I enjoy that's why I said put on gauntlets and go run strikes and you're I don't just even running want
1: to put them on or, I think well, they I... should work I think they should progress while they're in your inventory because the only difference between having it equipped and not is that I'm disrupting my build and I don't get access to all the mods that I had on my other gauntlets unless I infuse them up at which point they go back to one energy when the set upgrades
0: they could, they could potentially say then, I think for mechanical reasons because they want you creating those orbs um, or the solar empowerment thing is separate from my armor isn't it? It's just happening, it's just on me as a buff, yeah, just on constant so yeah, you don't even need to wear the armor, yeah I kind of agree with that too, it could literally be a quest instead of an armor thing, like go do this, go do that blah blah blah, and as you're doing it you know, you know the armor is changing or whatever, and Again, I, I just I think Lightleaf summarized it very, very well, and if you zoom out, his summary is what we've been saying about bounties, it's what we've been saying about how disruptive they are, how they're so central focused, they're so core, and I think this this solstice of heroes falls under the year three identity shortcomings of I gotta do what? How many times? I oh ugh. Why can't I just run strikes or the EAZ and just and it just kinda does it on its own? Um it becomes a distraction. It's like your brain. And I, I do this whenever I'm working on a bounty. I get agitated because I'm not playing how I want to play. So the example I'll give you is in the Crucible. If I'm working on some bounty or some quest, and it's like get, uh, let's, well, I'll give you the example of uh, unlocking Thorn. Get critical kills with a with a avoid hand cannon. And, you know, you want to get kill streaks doing that. Okay, and that really, really you know, increases uh, your... that really, really increases your efficiency. Well, what would that... what that does is that overrides my decision making. There are people that I could kill with a shotgun or a melee, but I'm like, I'm forcing it. I'm trying to get the stupid kill with my Kindled Orchid and I end up playing like a dum dum, and then I get annoyed. Um, So, I think this is a similar situation. It overrides... I was playing and trying to like generate the orbs or whatever which led to me playing kind of stupidly it's like I'm not playing how I want to play or how I ought to play to be effective it's just I'm playing this way to maximize you know the orb generation or my progress Um, I'm
1: I'm playing this way so I can get through something that isn't even this activity as fast as possible
0: yeah yeah Teddy. I'm not sure why that question got through i'll uh, you have to be a member to submit questions so that nightbot must be having a, a problem. We'll just delete that. You do need to be a paying member to submit questions whether through patreon or youtube uh rogue nepe uh said i wouldn't mind if changing loadouts for bounties uh I wouldn't mind changing loadouts for bounties if we had saved loadouts. Thank you for the five dollar tip through super chat um so yeah, if you guys are non-members and submitting questions, we're just going to delete those. That's a perk of being a member or a Patreon. So, uh, or a patron. You can If you're a Patreon, you gotta do it through Discord. Um, we have a room for you set up with perks and benefits. So if you're submitting questions as a non-member, we're just going to be deleting those. Uh, that's just a standard we, we instituted when we came over here. Um, so... Necro with the next question. Uh, it's okay. It's okay. We'll just, we'll just delete them. It's fine. Uh... Space Grandma is back with new tasks. The armor is a bit of a grind and it looks great. I wasn't a fan of the ropes. Question. Those buildings in the EAZ. You think Bungie should clean up the rubble a bit so it's less of a maze? I can't stand looking for chests sometimes. This just feels picky. I I don't think this is a... a,
1: There's one chest in the EAZ that I will definitely say just should not spawn there. Okay. You know the parking complex in the EAZ? Yeah. Well, if you're uh, if you're facing it from the big castle off to the left, there's a bus. And then you have to walk through the bus to get into a tunnel to go into a room to get the chest. Right. It is almost nobody knows how to get there, so that's always like one of the chests that gets missed. So I just feel like that uh, that way out of the way chest. I hate yeah. that chest
0: yeah i mean I, I i i could definitely agree with that you know I'm just
1: humoring necrogen's question
0: right, right right i think that's my only complaint he says about the eaz yeah i think the eaz is pretty is pretty solid i mean i do think sometimes i get a little turned around you know i get a little turned around in some of the stairs and some of like is are the enemies above me or below me uh, but by and large you know you get used to it you're like okay I go in this room and I clear it and I can see red in front of me I know they're above me and you go up and they're there and you can still see red you're like oh they're above me again you go up I think by since. and large you just kind of get accustomed to where they are and where to go except again there's there's like one or two chests that are in kind of stupid spots
1: since the EZ is exactly the same as last year I still have uh, my subconscious memory of knowing where everything is and how to traverse and move.
0: Yeah, and and if you go in different directions, you can get the chest very very easily. Like the one time we all went in the same direction, I was like, "Okay, next time I'm going to look back every time. You look forward every time, and we'll be really effective." Like we did that yesterday. The the team didn't even say anything. I just looked forward, and they looked backwards into the side, and we got all the chest. So, I think yeah, I I think it's fine. I think it's I think it's a good environment. I think I think it works. It's a very as I said, i'm a man of simple tastes you know i like gunpowder and get no i like i like very very simple just run in a loop grinds and i think this one works i think it's another it's another verdant forest haunted forest gets the job done grind so i'm a simple man i see thing i shoot (laughs) right rex is with the next question why do you think the different classes all have different objectives doesn't that confuse things and make it so that you might not be able to properly complete it with your buddies if their main character is a different class also regarding different difficulties it feels weird this is one where i yeah i don't really understand what they're doing um
1: because they want to make it as troublesome as painful for you so you leave
0: right like i (laughs) just group up with your buds throw your armor on and go and says like Oh, well, I'm a hunter. I gotta create different orbs. or I got different things I gotta do. Wait, what? I, I would I would definitely I would definitely homogenize the requirements on the armor so you can just play with your buddies. Um, or throw yourself into matchmaking and it doesn't matter who you're playing with. Don't you see? like I go into strikes and I go in the EZ made, and if they're on the wrong characters, it, it it slows your progress. So for those with three characters, they don't want you to do the same thing three times. I have a feeling complaints about doing the same thing three times would be a lot lower than the complaints that like, why are they all different? I tried playing with my buddies and we all had different things we had to do. Um, I think both would receive complaints, but I think the complaints would be a lot lower. It's like, well, yeah, I have to do it three times, but it doesn't matter if I'm on my Warlock Hunter or Titan. I can match make with Randy's or I can play with my buds and we're all getting, you know, we're all working on similar, uh, similar objectives.
1: And to that uh, point of... Uh doing the same thing across three characters, why would you? There's uh, no reward for getting all three sets unless you just don't have good satted armor. But if you've been playing this season, you can just grab good satted armor from the season pass.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, and I mean, if you but if you want to buy the, the ornaments for all three, I mean, I, I could see somebody saying, like, I want to get all three. I'm going to do all three. Um, I don't have that much bright dust. Right, right. <laughs> so... Yeah, I, I definitely think that. um... I definitely think it's 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 six of one, half a dozen of the other. If they did it where it was all the same, people would complain. But how it is now, I also think people are complaining because it's like, well, I'm a hunter, my buddy's on his warlock, and we can't really work on these at the same time. You're you're again, you're driving players apart. Hunter with the next question. Don't you think this is more grind than celebration? I think the armor should be earned from the EAZ. Also, next year Solstice will be SRL. I mean, I don't know about that. I don't think they're going to go to SRL. I mean, they could add SRL to Solstice, but I don't know if it's going to be the event. As far as it's more of a grind than a celebration, I think this is touching down on what Light Leap said. I think if it was just, like, side things that happened as you went into each different, you know, hopper of the game... um, it would be more of a celebration of oh yeah i you know i have not played strikes or gambit or crucible in a while and you do a couple games and you're done um it would be well, more technically
1: organic. solstice is a uh, celebration of what we've done for the past year just running circles doing bounties and grinding
0: <laughs> such a cynic i mean I, yes and no i mean you're mainly doing Activity-driven content, but you are having to go in and like create orbs and and get so many kills. And for the most part, most of what they're asking you to do is at least stuff you're already doing in the game anyway. They um, just put bounties on your armor. Yeah, they, they put bounties on the armor. So, and again, I think this does. I think even though he's being kind of sarcastic and cynical, it it's it's it touches down on exactly what Lightleap said. This is the year three symptom of. It's tedious checklist box checking as opposed to no, 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 go run the activity and these things are happening kind of on the side organically as you play. We've made this criticism of bounties. We're making this criticism right now with solstice and. I think those are valid pieces of feedback to give Bungie, and to a certain extent my hope would be, since they already acknowledge bounties are too core, they're too central and we don't really like how they've been functioning in the game, hopefully that feedback also influences, you know Solstice of 2021 so we're not right back here doing what is as, as Techno just said it's a bounty on your armor, you know
1: and to the point of uh, getting armor from the EAZ, you can. They're from the Solstice packages, but the drop rate is not consistent, so it's pretty painful. And Out you of can't... 50 packages, I didn't get a single pair of boots.
0: And you can't get the good stats until you like go up to the Magnificent, right? Correct. Yeah, so it's, it's not a good way of getting armor. Uh, kind of Fishy says... Why is why is it that the weekly bounty is element based? This week is arc. Why is it then that the element changes daily and does not collect elemental orbs and let it all count? Poor planning. I, yeah, it's not synergized. We know this already that the game isn't synergized. You know, it'll be like get arc kills, you know, from your vanguard bounties and strikes are solar. It's like what? What do you
1: I got a void bounty this week for vanguard. It's solar day and then on reset it's going to be arc.
0: Yeah, I think all that stuff should be synergized. We've said this before. If I'm grabbing bounties from Gunsmith and Vanguard, or in this case from Solstice, it should synergize with whatever is going on, whatever is happening during the day. I go into a Vanguard strike, and it's like, hey, put on your Solar subclass, and Solar Vern is on. You're like, okay, cool. And I go with a bunch of Vanguard bounties that are like, get Arc kills and get Void kills. I'm like, it's Solar! What are you doing? Like, synergize, for frick's sake, you know? go get kills on IO for the gunsmith, and then the flashpoints on Mars. You're like, I'm sorry, what? I think they fixed that one. I I think they might have synergized that one. By and large, they've struggled with synergizing bounties and burns and modifiers. It just doesn't, it's, it's kind of all over the place. It's like the right hand's not talking to the left hand. Which, I mean, some of this might be because of people working from home but i mean even the fact that you get a a a boost on your second and third character once you get the legendary set um... i remember
1: that uh, the gunsmith weeklies were on track until there was a bug where people could keep grabbing the mercury one during a mercury flashpoint so they changed it to another one and it's been off ever since
0: oh really i didn't know that i did not know that but i was gonna remember
1: anything important but i can remember everything that happens in
0: destiny But what I was going to say is, like, even even DMG confirming that that buff is happening, he didn't know that. He had to go and check with the team. They didn't even announce that. So it's like, I think some of this is symptomatic of Bungie over the years has struggled with the right hand not knowing what the left hand is doing. But we're also probably compounding that. If that's something that Bungie struggled with, obviously they're going to struggle with it a little bit more with, you know, working from home. So, I would uh, would just continue to say the, the... the, the request from us for year four is stop making bounties so play flow disrupting and so central, and please make requirements, bounties, or objectives synergize with the rest of the dadgum game. Stop telling me to get arc and void kills when everything is solar. Like That's just irritating.
1: So Maybe that's why we have singes instead of burns, so it's not that big of a deal. Because, you know, but, burns were like 200%, a singe is like 15
0: but the milestones attached to the singe though don't you see how silly that is it's like yeah it, it, it's not a huge deal but it feels it feels awkward it's like why are you making why are you asking me to do this? If it was all synergized, I think then it's just fun it's more of a uh, it's just more of a boot up and play kind of a situation instead of boot up read through 12 bounties, make sure you have all the right guns with you, make sure you get kills with certain elements that don't line up with the singes, and it's just like, man oh man you gotta cut out all this it's it's almost like pre-work, you know you gotta do all this pre-work before you even get into the game, and I think that leads to both fatigue and disengagement but it also deals with just, it, it just it, it's irritation, it's like the people that are playing are just irritated um, so last question from Ben says do you think that the season storyline has been lost because it got extended or because they aren't doing enough to tie it in with the seasonal events like Solstice which seem like parallels not tangents well I'm okay with this if if Festival of the Lost or Dawning or or Solstice of Heroes rolls around I do not expect them to fold this into what Eris Morn's doing with the pyramid ships that would just be awkward and ham fisted no I, I think the story is fine I think it's cool well.
1: I did with festival of the lost Mayors Morn mask.
0: I mean, that's pretty tenuous connection, though. Yeah, I, I know, I know, it's a joke. Well, we got the four planets. The pl- the pyramid ships are in the sky. You got your you got your weekly, um, your weekly sort of complete the means to an end and get more story and go rerun that mission and stuff. And you know, I, I think I think the story has actually been. And this is something that I said before the summer started i said i thought this season would be significant but not substantive it's pretty significant what is going on i mean planets are about to get just completely pulled from the game pyramid ships are everywhere what what the heck's going on and it's it's pretty significant what this is all leading to but the substance isn't really there it's just another season it's just another bounty grind uh and the loot's okay Uh, The guillotine is really the is probably the selling point, but even then, you could argue the guillotine's kind of busted.
1: Makes the entire ten dollars season pass worth it,
0: right? And you know, if the guillotine didn't exist, I wonder what our opinion would be of the season and the loot. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, I think we'd be like, yeah.
1: Hook is pretty cool. It just costs too much ammo to use the heavy swing.
0: I would love them to tone that down a bit, but the damage you get from it that lingers is really is it, 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 it's. I know it's not the guillotine, but it is pretty high. It's but I do strong, think to but it's But
1: it it's way more. It would be. It's more efficient to just use light attacks than to do a heavy ammo wise. You'll get more damage from just the light attacks than using the heavy on it.
0: I think that's my biggest question is will the seasons in year four feel more substantive or are we just going to get is it going to be very similar what we have now like how are they going to squeeze more out um maybe whatever technology updates they're getting and maybe the destiny content vault will help with that but i do think that
1: i think they can afford to put more into the seasons going forward considering they're going to be sticking around for a year instead of only around for three months and then gone like it never even happened
0: that's possible That's possible. maybe they were like there's only so much we can put in a, in a three month season cause it literally is going away in three months that's a good point that they could say and we've actually said this they could hold things back and launch them in the second and third month so those bones don't feel so dry and the reason they could do that is because the reason they could do that is because they're they're able to say hey it's sticking around for a year you know that's a good point so well that was the last question we're going to transition to vip i'm actually amazed we, we got basically an hour out of solstice questions and you know techno's co-hosting so thanks for T- techno for co-hosting he's going to stick around for vip call-ins if you're here right now in a vip you want to call in and complain about this event or debate us or whatever stick around for that if your vip tier or higher if you're listening to this elsewhere itunes or google play or spotify or you want to catch it on youtube say no to rage.com we'll get you to the youtube and as always please like share and subscribe light leap and wheezy arguing about outbreak perfected it was season of the drifter thank you for listening to or watching another episode of sntr presents this is going to be the vip call-in session that followed the q a and talk about solstice of heroes impressions if you're listening to this on itunes or spotify or maybe google play you can find sntr presents on any podcast platform or you can go to sntrpresents.com to support this podcast directly on the patreon that you can also pick the VIP tier there, get into the Discord, and join these VIP call-in sessions. If you'd rather do it through YouTube, that's totally fine. Say no to Rage.com. We'll take you to the YouTube channel. Click the Join button, and you can get in there and pick for those memberships. They're the exact same as the Patreon. So I've got uh, Techno joining me again as co-host. He was in the Q&A session. And we've got about, I think, like five or six people calling in today to talk about this. We're going to kick things off with Light Leap. What do you got for me today, Light Leap? Uh hang on a second. Lightly you muted yourself.
3: My bad. Sorry, I didn't want to have feedback during the intro. Sorry. Okay. Um so my question is regarding basically the rewards. Um we saw that I mean there's not even an emblem, nothing triumphant about the solstice, it's just basically the grind this year and do you think why do you think that is? Do you think that as you said that taking a sparrow out is tone death, do you think that's another bandwidth issue? Do you think it's really a pandemic currently going on? I just don't know what to expect especially because um, Luke Smith already said that he wants to do more for the endgame so they put the armor ornaments that were meant for the Eververse into the dungeon, the prophecy dungeon why why is there nothing right now to reward players for grinding for all three characters uh, as it like there was every year?
0: Yeah. Yeah. There's no, there's like no end checkbox. I, you know, I don't, I don't want to say, I don't want to say bandwidth or working from home. Cause a well, sparrow. See,
1: there's a triumph. It's just, it doesn't give you anything.
0: Yeah, exactly, and they could have attached a sparrow to that. Like, I'm not i am never going to, I don't know, I'm trying to be empathetic and understanding of them working from home. I also try to be understanding about, like, there's only so much they can do for a season or for a free event. But it's like, a sparrow? Really? Like, come on. Like, e- even if they just would have gone back to a previous, you know, go to collections, and go to, like, a really, really old sparrow, they could have gone all the way back to, like, season you know let's go to season 1 or
1: they could have taken one of the sparrows from the eververse cuz there's two of them in there
0: yeah the yeah, other there's there's sparrows attached to the event dead gummit and you just throw that onto the thing and make it exotic and make it have some cool stuff about it um you know i, I don't know i feel like i feel, i i I like to be understanding and sympathetic when it seems right and in this case i feel that they one cosmetic item, one sparrow, or one ship—you can't tell me, you know, you didn't have the bandwidth for that. Give me a break. You guys crank out cosmetic items like they're candy getting thrown at a parade. I mean, I, I, I don't, I will, I, don't accept that. And, and that's not even really the reason they gave us. The reason they gave us was people complained about it, and it's like, okay, well, come on, man, like you guys didn't really interpret our feedback very well uh, so funda- fundamentally that's where I came at it from is I said they didn't seem to interpret our feedback well it seemed that they um, it seemed that they focused too much on us just being unhappy and we're like we'll just get rid of it and the, the problem with that is now people are like well it's just one less reward and we just we, we just we wanted a better Sparrow. We didn't want no Sparrow,
3: you know. Uh, yeah, the reason I'm asking is because, so I don't know, like kind of in the history of Destiny, right? We always were looking forward, right? Because um, every release except of D two vanilla, that was a huge step backwards. But even since then, everything there was always hope, right? That was always uh, okay. Next time it's gonna be better. They took feedback. And not only was this year three, and we understood that from the beginning, it would be kind of a step back in terms of content, um, amount of content. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, these, these tiny things that fall off that could be easy wins just still haven't like somehow settled down with them. And I'm kind of worried because... I mean we see with the DCV now and uh, already the next expansions being announced. I think we can safely assume Destiny is going away from being the main focus They They're trying to develop a machine that just going to work for the next 2-3 years, right? And mm-hmm. plan everything out accordingly. So my question is do you is do, do you think these are just the things we're going to have to deal with? It will never we will never actually get more and better or stuff and 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 these events will will stay shallow as they are? Because honestly, I kind of feel hard, even though I know this is year three, I kind of feel hard to see any improvement. Because it's kind of a big step back, in my opinion, from last year almost, except that they made the grind a little lower. I feel like this was kind of a terrible experiment.
1: Bungie saw this year that they could sustain the game with this bare minimum bottom line content and players would still be there and buy stuff and pay for seasons.
0: yeah I mean I think that's an element there is a minimum minimum viable product we've consistently said this was a bridge year this was to get us to year four so they focus on the mid lane players the middle of the pack and this is one of those times where I actually think they tried to fix things like let's ignore the Sparrow for just a minute their adjustment to the glows and the purchase of the glows was the right call that was a great change but, <laughs> but with the absence of a, of a, a crescendo reward, like a sparrow, it doesn't seem to f- function that well. And the white glows are not an ornament. You're required to wear the armor to enjoy the white glows. If you get them, which makes the white glows as a reward inferior in some respects, to the purchasable glows, so it's like I do feel that they attempt to incorporate our feedback, and in this case, they did. They just completely missed the mark. We were like, "Aim for red," and they're like, "Oh, okay," and they shot it blue. It's like, "What? Wait, no, that's not what we said." And they're like, "Well, you didn't want us to shoot it yellow." And it's like, "What? Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, why? Wow, that's not what we said. That's not what we meant." So I, I just using keep using coming... too many
1: colors. I failed art class.
0: Yeah, I just feel like they they try to incorporate our feedback and sometimes they swing and hit it and sometimes they swing and miss and this just feels like they 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 hit the ball but it landed foul it's like oh it's looking good it's looking good and then the ball lands foul and you're like uh eh. you know you hit the ball a good distance took a chunk out of it but it ended up landing foul because it just it wasn't a fully orbed uh, decision now some of this you know i'm going to i'm going to put a feather in avengers cap Some of this would maybe not happen if they ran stuff by the community. Like, maybe had, you know, approved community liaisons signing NDAs that could have looked over this and said, "Well, wait, wait, wait. We we didn't say no Sparrow, we said better Sparrow. Whoa, whoa, wait, wait, wait. The the, the white glows, I have to wear the armor? No, 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 no. That should be a universal ornament set. That's an inferior reward. Don't you see? It's like... We, we look at it, and with 24 hours, we enumerate all the flaws. So, this gives some credence to some of the stuff Avenger was saying. Now, this you can't do this with every activity. You can't do this with every single uh, piece of content. You can't run it by these, the, you know, like they did with Division. They had the uh, that team of people that, like, provided feedback that led to Division 1.8. Um, you know... I, I don't even think you need a community summit. I think you literally need folks that have signed NDAs that get to see stuff, you know, early, and then Bungie could have made adjustments to this event and been like, "Here are all the things you guys said last time. Here are all our adjustments. You got these two sparrows. One of them is the is the capstone reward. The white glow is a universal ornament set. You know, I assume the white glow armor you, you can transmog it whenever that happens. But that's a distant. Out in the distant, like it's not even guarantee. It's not even guarantee. Might
1: be sunset by then.
0: Well, even if it's sunset, you could transmog it into an ornament. Um, But we don't even know how transmog is going to work. Neither do they. They haven't even said how it's going to work. It's going to land in year four. It might not even land until you know spring. And by then, are you going to care?
3: Yeah, I think. To me, it's also. I mean, I don't really see that selling the ornament. This as an ornament this year because people were upset i mean this year no armor changes are coming i think if they really incorporated feedback what they could have done is because i mean we can buy past ornaments in, in eververse right they could have just unlocked uh the year one and year two glows because they're different armor a little bit as ornaments for people who already purchased it and then put the ornaments as well into the eververse you know because i like it kind of feels still a little weird that i you know, you paid for two glows already that you basically, there's no point in using. Um, right. I don't know. I just, I really wonder, uh, I uh, somehow I, I just have this hope that they're all so focused on Beyond Light that all of this doesn't matter to them anymore. That's, what, that's the idea I'm getting. Like, that they are... That they're so focused on November that they basically saying, "Ah, whatever. This is, this is not. We, they don't. Gonna, they're not going to like it anyway." And I really hope that's true. Otherwise, I, I, I don't know. This is not really great quality for, of events for, for a live service game, in my opinion. They're
1: so focused on the next step. They don't care that they just broke their ankle on the other foot.
0: Well, I, I don't know if it's that extreme. I, I, I think it's this year. It's just the year they have to take certain things on the chin. It's like we got to take we got to take season of the worthy on the chin. That was a, that was that seemed that felt like a skeleton crew season. And you know we got to take trials on the chin and just try to learn everything we can because if we want to get trials right, we don't we don't want to launch that in uh, in year four. We want to get you know we want to launch this this rough running car in year three like year three just feels like the the year to take it on the chin and to learn hard lessons and my my hope has been that we would get in the year four and be like this is why year three was so light this is why year three felt so off because they were putting all the you know they were putting a lot of effort into uh, year four The delay of Beyond Light, I think, kind of points to that. I know we're going to really want to point at working from home uh, and the pandemic, which I know is a factor, but it wasn't a factor when they delayed Shadowkeep, so there's a pattern here that when they really try to ramp things up and improve, because Shadowkeep brought a lot. It brought the artifact, it brought armor 2.0, it brought level refinements, uh, it brought a whole new planet. Uh, So it was understandable why that that needed to be delayed a little bit. So Beyond Light getting delayed, I think kind of points to, you know, they're really taking year four serious. They really want it to be the turning point. And if it doesn't, if it doesn't, and it doesn't seem like they made a lot of improvements and it feels like a lot of, oh man, here we go again, then obviously... Uh, I think we'll have valid complaining concern, but I always try to point at the difference between year three and year two, right? Forsaken started out strong with one of the best campaigns we've ever gone through with the Barons and, and the and the Tangled Shore and the Dreaming City and Older. It was a very, very good campaign. It was it's up there with Taken King. But then that year sort of fizzled out. It wasn't structured well, leveling sucked, people couldn't play content when it came out. They had to dial back certain things to make it more accessible that was also the season with season that was also the era season of the drifter um, so you know this then then you get into year three leveling is streamlined infusion is better um you know and and they improved a lot of the things that were frustrating about year two they added the artifact to get bonus level to people who play more casually uh they bring they, they try to bring they try to bring back trials and so they they attempted to improve upon things that were not so great in year two and so i'm hoping that trend continues that we get in the year four and we can clearly see they have made adjustments with bounties they have made adjustments with you know tick off all the things we've been talking about and i want to
3: what's that go ahead amount of loot i want to just add
0: yeah yeah loot depth Perks, grind, pursuit—like all that needs to be fixed. Like, stop letting us get all of our loot in the tower. I really hope that's changed in year four. I am sick of getting loot in the tower. Like, I want loot to drop from bosses and activities. I don't. I'm tired of ordering loot value meals. Like I'm at a fast food restaurant. Like it's, it. I think it mechan, it, it mechanizes the grind, and everyone's like, I, "There's no, there's no love here. There's no romance. It's so mechanical. Um, it's." It's token slamming of a different color. It's like we're still token slamming. You know, we're still going to the tower uh, to get our loot. It's like we have we come that far from vanilla. Yes and no. We're still running to the tower to get all of our loot. And well, uh,
1: rolls on the token slamming now.
0: Yeah, yeah. Token slamming's still here. You know, it's just it's 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 utilized in a different way. So, do you have anything else, Light
3: No, I think that's about it.
0: Thanks. Uh- okay good good call in we're coming to gilly in the mist i'm coming to you next sir gonna give you the good old unmute and uh what would you like to say to us today gilly in the mist uh, go ahead um
4: as someone who's new to
0: solstice um
4: it's kind of 50 50 on how i feel about it okay um, there are some things i like about it i think the armor looks dope um I hope the glows get a little bit of refinement on how visible they are and not just super base. because let's be real. How many times do people camp on their super? Like in most of the content that your super matters, as soon as you have your super, you're looking for a good opportunity to use it. So I think Mm -hmm. that needs to be fixed so that it's not, so you're not so reliant on it being fully charged to look dope. Um, As for the requirements, I don't think all of them are that bad. Um, I think the trials win, the trials should be adjusted from seven wins to maybe complete 10 trials matches. Get people in. You don't have to win. Get some tokens. Have some fun. Win or lose. Play. Get people in and play.
1: I'm going to bring up about that, Gilly. Those 10 trials matches are per character. So if you're doing it on three, that's going to be 30 trials matches. Or as it is right now, that's going to be 21 trials wins. If you want to get your globes on all three characters' boots.
4: Yeah, well, we now know that there's going to be. I think the, the the double and triple thing applies to the trials too, which we just learned about, which they should have told us about earlier. Um, but I do think a lot of people are like, "Well, I don't want to play trials because I have to win."
1: Well, right. that in trials is the only non-matchmade activity in Solstice where you have to make a pre-made team. Everything else you can just queue into a playlist to do.
0: We need yeah, to clarify. We need to we need to clarify here though. The seven trials wins is account wide. Um, the white glow is I've all account seen, wide.
1: I've been seeing a bunch of conflicting information about it, so I don't know. I've been seeing people say no, it's per character, and no, it's account wide.
0: No, it's. I, I'm I'm fairly certain they even said that in the blog post that 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 stuff's account wide. Um, or they at least they 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 clarified that somewhere. Um, that it's account wide. So I, but I I I agree with the principle of what Gilly is saying. Uh, since it isn't match-made and it is tough, requiring 10 games account-wide would probably be better than 7 wins. 7 wins could turn into 15 games for some people, you know?
4: Yeah, like, I've played the I've played Trials on console the past two weekends for the Summoner and the Shotgun, and I'd say I had about a 50-50, maybe 1 in 3 chance of winning, um, as just some casual people I found on LFG. So seven, you know, 7 wins is looking anywhere from you know 14 21 games and that could be even 60 100 games depending on whether or not do i have to do it three times for my titan and my warlock who knows because they the communication is just really spotty right now um so i do think shifting over to just just play i mean everything else is just play most of the stuff you you know get kills kill things do it with this
0: yeah, this run this this goes hand in hand with what Lightleap said like don't make us he didn't say this in the call and he said this in the chat. Don't make it about the objective, make it about the content. Like just go engage with the content and the objective just kind of happens on its own instead of in this situation, you're going to arguably the most challenging PVP arena and requiring wins it's like wait a minute what like gambit and crucible i only had to do five times or strikes i only had to do this many times but i'm gonna i have to go into the non-match made most challenging section of the of the game and i've gotta and i've gotta win seven times at least it's not you know consecutive and at least you have four weeks to complete it but i again think this falls under the criticisms we've been making is it's it's too specific. It, it, it's too disruptive. It's like, what if I don't play trials? What if I don't have a team that plays trials? Now I have to find a team. You know, trials didn't even exist last year when Solstice was around, so it wasn't a. Re- yeah. it couldn't It couldn't have been a requirement. And well, trials
4: done. is only on the weekend. Like you only have a couple days. Like yeah, you have all months to do it, but you only have maybe ten or twelve days to do trials, which. Mm-hmm. Isn't a lot, but what if you're busy on the weekends? Well, what if you have to do this and that, and you're like, I can chip away at everything else whenever I feel like it, but I have to be here on the weekends when trials, and I have to find a team to queue
0: in with. Yeah, yeah, it, it's, it's the, it's, it's kind of the, it's kind of the odd man out. It's like, it's kind of the odd man out. It's like the one, it's like the one random one that is super oh. narrow and super challenging out of all the things um, that. That is, uh that is requiring you to do something that doesn't seem like uh, it doesn't seem like a celebration or like a community wide thing um, mm-hmm. the solstice white glows can be completed after solstice okay that's right true that's right too I, I, this is so complex and there's so many layers to it it's so easy to be misinformed that is correct once you get to that stage you can do that later so if you can't get your 7th um, you know your seventh win or whatever, you have more time to do that. Um, or you just buy the ornament
1: set from Eververse, and then you don't have to do the glows.
4: Yeah, it's like you do all this for the color white. When you buy the glows, you get blue, yellow, uh, light well not light blue, um, purple, and stasis. You're like you get four different colors for money versus white, which. Call it a little bit opinionated, but I think objectively is not. It's cool. You're like you get these colorful ornaments, or you get white for significantly more work. Is that even fair?
0: I actually think the white is cool, but again, that's subjective. I but I think the main issue isn't that is is it is is it as cool? It's that it's not an ornament, so I have to wear that armor if I want the white glow. The ornaments you buy. From the eververse are superior because you can slap it onto your existing build what are the odds someone's going to get to the white glow and grind for god roll versions of the solstice armor and get them to supplant their existing kit it it should have been an ornamental set so you could get you could use it on your existing armor like the people think about the type of player you're appealing to if i'm going to go the distance to get the white glows i'm probably the same type of player that's been farming the prophecy dungeon for good armor and you're going to come in here and completely obliterate my build like look at the first kit they give you 57 what do they hit like low 60s when you when you when you roll all this over i mean i've i've got i i've got a 63 here and i've got a a a 67 here it's like come on like i
1: got a 64 for magnificent i seem to get around 64 to 67 for the
0: magnificent armor right
1: Uh, those are my good drops. I have been getting crappy ones around, like, 50s.
0: But you have four weeks to grind for them, and then grind to get them not very good. So I, I, I think the white glow should have been a universal ornament set. That solves the entire discussion that we're having. It's like, I, I don't need to grind for this stuff. You know, let me check the box, get the glow, then I'm done. Move on to the next, you know, move on to the next thing.
4: Yeah. And another thing, um, we're going to have to see how they fix the bright dust. I know DMG's already come out and said, the bounty should be given bright dust, but how long is it gonna take them to fix this? Because it's already it's already daily reset and they haven't fixed it yet. Is it gonna take them a week? Is it gonna take them two weeks? Is it gonna take them three weeks? Are we only gonna have one week <clears throat> to do our bright dust bounties? Because like eighteen thousand bright dust is not like not a cheap amount. Like that's a lot of work to do. And you can only get maybe twelve hundred a week.
1: Like if you do it on all three characters with the event, it should be about four thousand. Eight hundred a week, if you do yeah. every weekly bounty, including Gambit uh, strikes.
0: Are they going to be able to retro? Are they going to be able to more. retroactively give people that bright dust too if you've done them all?
4: Yeah, like I, I, I could easily see people be like, "Why are you? I already turned in my weekly. I got it done yesterday, and it didn't have bright dust. Am I going to get that bright dust back? Are you going to compensate us for the work we already put in on a bugged feature? Because I don't know if Bungie has a precedent of doing this." I haven't seen any cases where something's been broken and they've given us stuff back retroactively. So I hope they do that. But if they don't, I could see this as being a very big issue coming forward. If they can even get... uh,
1: Way back when Shadowkeep launched, everyone's uh, currencies went working and then they had to roll back the entire game server a couple hours.
4: Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm seeing as this could be a very big issue if they don't try this very lightly because... I mean, I've already I turned in a fair amount of bounties. I mean, yeah. if I'm not getting bright dust for it, the other option is $45 for all three, and that's more than the expansion. Like, that's a lot of money. Can, like I think that's another issue people have with Eververse is we got I, all this expansion for 30 bucks.
0: I could see Automatics them...
4: cosmetics are a lot more. Go ahead.
0: I was going to say, I could see them just giving people a lump sum as like a, hey, sorry about that. But I yeah, I don't think they've ever been able to like go back and retroactively give us awards of like here, here's how many bounties you did, here's what you should have gotten. Like I I uh I I don't know. I don't know if they have the actual tech to do that. So I could see them just giving everybody a certain amount of bright dust in the postmaster. Um Wheezy's saying they did during Revelry. Um Well, hopefully they can then. If they can actually track how many you've done, then I think everybody will probably be fine with it. Like, oh, if I get what I'm owed, then I would say most folks will just be at least content. Some people
4: still call for, oh, we should get some reparations. We should get like an extra 500 or 1,000 bright dust, which depending on how long this takes may or may not be fair. Um, Now that I think about it, um, with the stat trackers, they were able to retroactively go back and put those numbers back in. That's so it true. does give me a, a little bit more hope, but I'm still concerned about their their time frame and hustle for this. Um, if what we're hoping is that, that most of the work is now going to be online, are they really that incentivized to be all that quick about giving us our bright dust? When in reality, they don't really want us to buy it with bright dust, they want us to buy it with money. <sighs>
0: yes and no it's been their commitment that when events roll around you're going to have an increased you know source for bright dust and I think they will make good on that I I don't think they're going to like just leave us hanging and being like nah or I also don't think they're all about just like no 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 we want you to spend money we want you to spend money the fact that every time they've done one of these events festival of the lost dawning and this one and they give you that increased source of bright dust um I would say their commitment is to is to continue to handle the Eververse in that way that we feel empowered. Because a lot of the times, I, I wouldn't even buy the stuff from the event, but I'd make sure and do all the bounties because I'm getting extra Bright Dust to buy something that I really want. Maybe I don't like the stuff from the Halloween event, but I really, really like the idea of, like, I'm getting extra Bright Dust so I can save up for that ornament that I, that, you know, that, that, that will be available eventually. Um, so... I think they'll f I think they'll fix it. I just think some of this could just be the working from home situation. Uh
4: that's so. about it for
0: me. Alright. Thanks for calling in. I'm coming to you uh next, Doge. Uh I'm gonna unmute you and what do you have for me today, Doge?
2: Uh so one thing about Doge is, is like uh like most people in my clan like initially was like uh like I'm just gonna do like one almond, and that's it, but but uh like but when like me and and someone else who like grants a lot like told them about like how it's easier than like uh than uh last year uh like they were more inclined like to like like drying out three and and now like and, and now like Bungie made clear that you did bonus projects for like completing like the uh like the other two armors so th- this one incentivized people like to like dry like uh, like all three armors just because why not
0: so what you're, you're so you're saying that if it's easier more people will engage with it is that what you're saying
2: yeah like like uh, this year is very easier than last year and not only that like if you complete one armor it makes the other like two armor more easier so I think more people are like inclined like to grind it than like last year
0: yeah, I don't disagree with you, and I and I think it's a fine line, especially for Solstice of Heroes. It's meant to be this sort of celebration of all that we've done and all that's in the game, and I think that sometimes folks forget that it's supposed to be pretty all-encompassing. So even though you know, even though it is pretty grindy and it asks you to do a lot, it is better than it was before and it kind of of necessity the very identity of the actual event is one where you kind of need to make it grindy or it really wouldn't make any sense as an event it would be kind of like what you know what what are we actually grinding for here you know what what are we actually being asked to do if it's if it's too if it's too easy then i think people would complain about that as well they would say This is a joke, man. I mean, none of this. I am getting this done in no time. What there was something one time. It might have been. It might have been a moments of triumph where everything was retroactive. So I remember logging in and clicking like eight different triumphs and being like, done, 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 and being like, okay, cool. So it was all retroactive. Uh, But when it's not retroactive, people are like why is this not retroactive? And I was like, well, if it is retroactive, there's like, there's, there's nothing for you to, to do, you know? Like, so it's a fine line. If you, if you make it too easy, it, it, it invalidates why it's, you know, the, the identity of the event. But if it's too arduous and tedious, then people are like, I'm not going to bother. I'm not going to do it. As you've said, you know, you have friends that are, that are more inclined this time around to do it. Um, because they've smoothed some of the edges over.
2: And also uh, one thing about like so is like uh like like so is like one of the few when where you can try and, like uh end game armor like with like high stats uh, without going to end game content. So like uh so is like pretty good for like uh people who like don't engage with end game content like uh dungeon and uh raids. I see where
1: you're coming from, Doge, but the amount of work that's required to get to be able to get those high stat rolls on the armor i think is more work than a casual or mid lane player is going to put in like if if they take like a two or three weeks to get to that point and then they have a week to grind out the armor yeah i can see that but I don't think someone that plays for like an hour or two hours a day is going to be able to get to their magnificent Solstice set to farm up the uh, sixty-plus statted rolls rather soon, or even have the time to, to then farm the high-stat rolls for them in the distributions that they want.
0: Yeah, and do they? Is that even how they play the game? Like, are they even attempting to do that? Like, do they? Because we have armor that we would need to supplant. I don't think that a lot of these players that are more casual would. Like, they just, they get it. Oh, it looks cool. Boom. Move on. And I think that's maybe one of the things that's weird about the event is it feels it's kind of like what I always said about Sea of Thieves, it's like, the reward is kind of casual, it, you know it's like, yeah, the armor looks dope but it's not the greatest stat rolls or it's not going to be as good as my current stat rolls so it's kind of a casual reward, but the grind feels really hardcore uh, in comparison so you get end game yeah. armor from the season pass uh, yeah, that's true, you do get really good stat stat rolls from the season pass Put into perspective
1: my hardcore multitasking as much as possible run through getting my solstice armor up to uh magnificent took 12 hours of gameplay yesterday i was i finished at 1 p 1 a.m yesterday from mm. starting at reset oh
0: and you just have so i could uh, right
1: just so i could use it as anecdotal evidence for this today like i'm yeah. gonna get the entire set done in one sitting and it took 12 hours of extreme focused on the content. It wasn't just like casually running around with whatever I wanted to run around with. I I was running very specific weapons in very specific places, doing very specific activities that I don't think a casual or mid lane player would be doing. So it's probably going to take them a lot longer.
0: Yeah, I mean, if we round your 12 hours up to probably, I don't know, 15 or 16 for somebody who's not being hyper efficient, they're just doing it, you know, 15 or 16... At fifteen or sixteen hours, if they're if they're playing just a couple hours a night, that's gonna take them a week to a week and a half. Um, and that's where I, I, I'm I'm questioning is this who is this when they structure it this way, it's like, who is it meant for? I think in Bungie's mind, most of the casual mid lanes are going to hit legendary and buy the glows. I think that's the goal is they're going to do what I did. They're going to get right to here. It did not take me this long to do this. It did not take me 12 hours of hyper-focused grind. This probably took me 5 hours maybe, you know, so that, you know, a casual mid lane player takes 6-7 hours to do this and then they buy the glows. Um, I think that's probably the goal.
1: I wanted to see if there was any point in getting Magnificent, like if it would auto master work or anything, which it didn't, so I feel like I got ripped
0: off. I mean, I was glad you did it since you were co-hosting. I was like, yeah, you want to do that? You go right ahead. I'm not doing that. Like, I'm not even going to go for it. I I'm wanted just... to have
1: experience for what I was talking about.
0: Yeah. You got anything else, Doge?
2: Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm just at this disagree with, like, uh the high set armor from the season pass and it's it, like it, it like uh, it sounds good in theory but like what's more important is the stat distri- distribution and it's only good like a warlock and maybe hunter but mobility is like easy to get on hunter anyway and resilience is just useless on like titan since like recovery and is like more important like pve
0: uh, yes and no i mean i like having a resilience focus because it you know it helps with those barricades and 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 the barriers i mean it helps his class it helps his his class class ability and then i don't really think
1: that matters that much to a mid lane casual player about the distribution they're they're probably more along the lines of oh 64 total that's higher than my 58 total i'll put that on
0: agreed, I think they look at the total I think that's also another good point they're just like, oh, that's a big total, let me take that um, so uh, yeah I I, I hear where you're you're coming from Doge, but I do think that's why they put that stuff on the season pass and why you're gonna go way further you're gonna go into you know, Prophecy Dungeon, and you're gonna go until you get the exact role that you want but the more mid lane casual players can be like yo, this is a 67, this is dope and They're just going to look at the number. I mean, they do that in games like Diablo with the numbers and the colors, right? They see green arrows. They're like, oh, it's better. And they slap it on. But you're going to look at the flavor text. You're going to look at the magic and what it does. So. All right. I'm going to move on to the next caller. Thanks for calling in Doge. Uh, I know Rex is asked to go last because he's got a conference call. So I'm going to go to Avenger. Avenger. What yeah. do you want to talk about today?
5: Yeah. Um. So the so there's a few things I want to uh take touch on, but uh one of the first things I want to talk about is you know we're coming back to my conversation about yesterday with communication outside of what we were talking about yesterday with you know the testing or whatever. Um. I know you hit it on that earlier, but for something as pivotal as this event to come out and for so many people to just not know what's going on, not know what the armor sets do, not know what I can buy from Eververse, what set is this? What what does this set do over this set? What happens here and there? Um, why am I getting two times? Is this supposed to happen? Why am I not getting Bright Dust here or there? You know, there's mm-hmm. so many just constant things that there has, that I have never been a part of a gaming event in any community ever where they've dropped a seasonal event. It, it could be as much you know content as they had in here, even more content in some other events that has been, had caused this much confusion Throughout, just not the community but you know content creators who go over this information and like look over and find you know comb this stuff to figure out what's going on and they don't even know what's going on i feel like there needs to be more communication about these events Mm -hmm. they can't just Mm -hmm. drop it and say here's a bunch of stuff figure it out when it's a free event for all players to do and especially when it's tied to monetary purchases
0: yeah, I, I don't disagree with you. I wonder. It, there's a weird part of me that feels like they had they outsourced this or something. I don't know. It's just like, why did you guys not know some of this stuff? How do you have a How do you have a community manager that didn't know about the multiplier increase going from character to character? Right? How did the twab get bumbled and things in there you know weren't said properly or communicated properly? It's just weird. It's like what like. I I don't know. I, I, I there's a weird, spidey sense tingling thing where I'm like, did they outsource this? Did they? Are they testing? You know, maybe the live team did it and and just didn't properly communicate. Maybe a smaller team worked on this than normal, and you know. And again, I, I don't want to just keep doing the the scapegoat of uh and we're not going to say the word because i guess that word gets snagged on uh on youtube but we're you know the the work from home situation i i don't want to keep pointing to that but i i have i have to think that played a part here this has been ordinarily I, i don't think events like this get bumbled with communication they usually nail the trailer the hype the blog and it's awesome and everybody gets excited i've actually never seen them do this this is kind of new and i think work from home is probably playing a a bigger factor than maybe we realize you know
5: yeah and i, I could see that definitely being a part of it but at the same time you know especially with a time period where okay we're delayed we, we need to make sure this lands great um you know we're, we're coming on to the next season you know this is kind of like the capstone of like the last big event we're having um you know you have a festival of the Lost, but this is supposed to be the big capstone at least the year ending um and to mess up and i can understand like maybe not talking about oh well the live team didn't tell us you know or there was a lost in translation with the two times thing but this isn't this is something outside the community managers know about you know, knew about the order of these things and they didn't make it clear in these posts. They didn't, they're not making things clear. And that is an issue. Like, this is a clear issue. And that's not something that, you know, is something, oh, well, maybe, you know, it's, you know, whatever, you know, work at home situation. Um, You know, they're clear things, decisions they need to make. And they're not making the decisions to tell us these things.
0: Can you make it a food metaphor so I can understand better? (laughs) It's, well, I they the multiplier thing is new that wasn't how it worked last time so that sounds like somebody somewhere made a decision to boost your second and third character and it just wasn't communicated to the uh to the community th- to the i to think the community that's managers.
1: the only mechanically new thing in the entire event too because except for the glow challenges those are the same challenges we had last year yeah and yeah. it's, there's no changes to the EAZ at all. It's just we got different weapons, so we play a little different now.
5: But the armor's different too. The armor progression's different because you go to blue, and then you have another. You have a legendary set, and then you have well, another. It's the on same top of that legendary set. And you still it, then, go through three sets. Is where I'm going for. It. We used the to go green, is, what's blue, the
1: legendary. What, now what's we the go difference? blue, legendary, legendary with high stats.
5: But they don't tell you that, you know, you're getting a legendary set. You know, this legendary set has low stats. This legendary set has high stats. They didn't tell us that. They also didn't tell us. They just say, get the legendary set in the Eververse. They don't tell you, is it the is it the legendary? The second legendary set is the first legendary set. They don't tell us. They weren't clear with this event at all. And using, and I can understand using it in some senses, but as a whole event for everyone, for everything and part of this event, to be so confused and just muddled. There has to be there they have to be clear with communication moving forward.
1: Like, think about someone that didn't do solstice last year and they didn't do much this season. And they come in because they see an event starting in game, because Steam does that. When you look at your library, you can see events and game starts coming up. Mm-hmm. They see solstice, they log in, they get hit with a barrage of pop-ups, and then they're just told go to the tower, pick up the armor, and then they just see a long list of objectives. And it's like okay do this to get the legendary armor and then you get the legendary armor and it's just okay now what i got legendary armor there's still challenges but it says i can get the glows in eververse so what do i do it's just the lack of communication is making it harder to incentivize new players to come in and do stuff in the content because I have a friend personally who took off most of the season and just came back for Solstice because he liked the armor and he had no idea what was going on.
0: Well, and I don't necessarily know if this event is targeted at new players. I also know that there has been a general theme lately of TWABs have been light, they haven't really been saying anything, and if, if I were to zoom out and sort of give you my, you know, old man experienced, you know, feedback here it would be we've been here before they they run out of stuff to say that's substantive nothing's really on the horizon they have to delay something and then all of a sudden they start cranking out the info and we get really excited again I I don't want to beat them up about this I they've they've had poor communication here and there but by and large I feel like between Luke Smith's director's cuts and the Twabs they've actually been better with communication and transparency uh, and and in this particular situation, something got lost in translation and the twabs leading up to now were also very light. It's almost as if they're preparing. It's like they're preparing for something and we're getting... We're The analogy I used was everything Everything they're saying and, and what I'm smelling coming from the kitchen smells like Thanksgiving dinner. It's like, dude, Beyond Light's going to be great. Year four is going to be stellar. And they're almost like frantically trying to shove out, you know, slap together appetizers to kind of keep us... S- moderately satiated leading to november and that's partially why we're having what you would call sloppiness it just feels a little sloppy and well if they take too long i'm just gonna go to mcdonald's and get a big mac might be garbage but i'm hungry but but you're not though you're gonna come back for beyond light i mean if you're playing this game now and you're and you're getting this deep into the trenches breaking down solstice of heroes i mean you're I'm
1: hungry now
0: sure but we have to accept and I feel like we kind of we kind of do this every single season every single expansion we get a couple of months away from the newness and the freshness and we're like "Uh, what the frick man what am I gonna do there's nothing to do blah 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 it's like why well, yeah we kind of keep doing this I think this time maybe we're a little more antsy because we're also stuck at home we're also, bo- you know, we're also bored and like season, an
1: extra two months.
0: Yeah, and the season's going to be longer. So it's like I think a lot of things are converging, leading to maybe more irritation, maybe less, um, less sympathy and understanding because we're just we're all kind of done, um, we're all kind of sick of it. So I empathize and understand, but I'm also kind of like, uh, like I said before, I quoted that book, you know we don't have to like it but we have to learn to live with it this is the situation movies and TV shows and games are going to get delayed Communications not going to be as good Um, you know things aren't going to be up to up to up to you know up to snuff or up to you know the the excellence that we would like to see Um, and you know and they're they're wanting to put information in the TWAB this week to make sure everybody knows about the character buff because you know that that slipped through the cracks
1: gonna channel my inner Karen and ask for 37 pizzas in 20 minutes
5: um talking about like this is this is a good thing that you know when Light Leap was talking about the you know we keep saying you know they'll get better they'll get better they'll get better and these little things that, that could be wins aren't wins and they should be um you know jumping off of that and talking about you know let's start at last season um during season of the worthy I think is when the big, this big glaring issue that I think, you know, when you're saying a you know, Bungie's tone deaf, you know, there was, they're only tone deaf for certain moments, but then they hit the mark, you know, forsaken shadow keep. They hit the mark on some of these things season of the worthy and on has been constant miscommunication, tone deaf disconnect from the community. And it's been like this for a while now. And it, it there is a clear issue that I, at least I am seeing as someone who is just looking in at this and saying, well, you know, you're starting at Seasonal Worthy. We didn't like Seraph Towers. Um, you're having the Phil Winter's Lie quest. and require all these um, things for this community event. Um, you know, just things aren't adding up here. And then you go into this, and then you, your Guardian games just had that bad hit. grandmaster Master Nightfall is just bad launch. Trials is a bad launch. Then we go into this season, and then you have the solstice which is just complete and utter just like what like what is going on and then you know there's just so much stuff that has been disconnected from the community there's been so much stuff that and i am i am someone who will support bungie tooth and nail through all kinds of stuff but this is to the point where i'm looking at it and being what is going on something needs to be something needs to they need to tell us something there's there's not they're not telling us something and they're not telling us anything other than their twabs. And you may say, okay, well, they're they're telling us some stuff here and there, or whatever it may be. But it's still not fixing the issues of the disconnect of the community, and all of the other issues that go on that have been going on, and all the fires that have been not quelled in the community.
0: I but the, but see, this is what I think we do. I think we get to the we get to a point of dissatisfaction, and we paint everything with that broad brush. And I I wholeheartedly reject what's being said in chat. And, and, and some of the the notions of what you're saying is just so overstating. They have not been consistently miscommunicating and bumbling. They have not been making tons of mistakes and setting the game back. The game has improved every year. They have implemented tons of our feedback. Every year, I think they've done that. Year three added a lot of improvements that year two didn't have. We wanted bounties. They added bounties. Bounties need refined. They're not quite there. We wanted leveling to be better. They did. We wanted leveling to be more automatic and XP driven. They added the artifact. Like, I actually think they've done a lot of good, and their communication has been consistently good and transparent. From vid docs to director's cuts to when they announce Beyond Light, I, I I feel like they get they always get a short short end of the stick draw and a false summary when we get unhappy. It's like we get to the end of a season and everyone's like, "The game sucks. It's two steps back all the time. We've ne- the game's never improved. They just keep miscommunicating." And I'm like man, they, they bumbled a blog about Solstice of Heroes, and you're making it sound like year three has been a travesty. I, I just, I do not accept that summary at all. As as someone who is very critical, and I do take them to task, and I have a lot of reason to be hard on the community managers. I have personal reasons to be hard on the community managers, and I'm just, I, I don't go that far with it. I'm like, I don't know. I feel like they've done a pretty good job this year. Worthy was a total bumble and so was Trials, but I've I don't know. I this is I always use the baseball analogy for this. I feel like worthy was a really bad inning, but we're forgetting that there's been a lot of other innings and a lot of other you know players on base and a lot of other home runs and the, the what tends to happen is we focus on that one bad inning and we just or, or we or we see the one strikeout. You know, imagine if a team or a coach or even a commentator did that. Cannot believe that guy struck out. Just absolutely unbelievable. This team is a shambles right now. They got no hope of making it to the World Series. If they can't, and it's like, it's one strikeout. What are you talking about? Like You take a strikeout, you take a misstep or a mistake, and you're like, oh, now this team is done. They have no hope of advancing. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It was, it was just a bad inning. It was just a strikeout, you know? So I, I hear the frustration and where you're coming from. I feel like we get here every time there's a drought and we tend to we tend to overstate and exaggerate kind of where uh, where things have fallen down. Like, this to me is just a solstice kind of a, they made a bit of a bumble, they made some improvements but they also made some mistakes and they didn't do the greatest job communicating about how everything worked. I I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe I don't really- it's Go ahead i don't
1: really think uh they've been that bad with communication because regardless we're still all in the game playing the game doing the event like yes some clarity would have been appreciated now and then but it's they get the point across when it matters they do a lot of fluff in some of the twabs like we haven't really gotten anything that meaningful in the last couple twabs so hopefully soon we'll get some important stuff Everyone keeps saying we need to know anti cheat, but I think that uh, the more Bungie tells us about the anti cheat, the more uh, cheaters are going to try to figure out ways around it. So I think that's a pretty uh, iffy thing to do.
5: Yeah, yeah I, when I was talking, I didn't, I wasn't referring to all of your three. I think Year three was great. I think Season of Dawn was actually a really good season, whether it be storytelling, you know, Sundial, I really liked. Um, I, I think this year as a whole was good in But when you're comparing it to an inning, for me, it doesn't feel like an inning. It feels like a game. Your seasons are your games. You know, game one, game one was good. Game two is good. Game three, you really didn't do a lot right there. And then you have your events, and it's like, okay, well, you know what's going on here. And then game game three, you're looking at, you're like, okay, well, this is bad. Game four, it's okay. Well, you're not doing too well. You're expecting the team to talk about, well, this player isn't doing well. You know, what what are we gonna do to fix this issue? That's where I'm looking at it. I don't I don't want them to look back and yo, know, they their communication was pretty decent, you know, coming in through all this stuff. But when you're looking at all of this, you know, season of the worthy and all the backlash they had from that season, and then on to this season, and then you have this event, and this is the second event in a row that hasn't landed well, and the only thing we got is silence. I don't want all of this stuff. I just want something. And I think this event really clears, really shows that events need to be, you know, reworked, revamped. There needs to be something that goes on there. And, you know, what what you said where it's more, it's more, it doesn't disrupt your play flow. Mm -hmm. I think is something that the event needs to kind of do and not just be that checklist. Like, okay, I put on my armor. Okay. And did this, did this, did this. Okay. I can take this armor off. Okay. Now let me micromanage this and that because the event isn't tied to those casual people. It isn't. Um I, I think and- one of
0: the th- I think one of the things that's leading to what you're saying is they can't make the the changes quick enough so We've been saying what we we've been saying the things we said today about bounties and bounty focus and objective focus and how frustrating that is. Well, we've been saying that since this year started, and it's hard to keep saying. Well, they can't fix it this year because it tends to poison everything. So I think what's happening right now is you just kind of hit your toxicity level. You're like, I just can't take this anymore. Like every event is too objective driven, too bounty driven, um, and even if you can acknowledge they can't make the change midstream like these seasons and events were already loaded into the gun for year three and luke smith acknowledged that year four will be different it's still hard four seasons in you know because this is the fourth season if you include undying it's like man i am just so tired of this trend like year three definitely has a trend um it's, it's a bummer that that's the way that they've set things up. They can't make those agile changes. And it seems uh, from what they've talked about with year four, they will be able to make agile changes quicker from that one little thing they talked about. Um, with what's coming in year four and some technological background changes, they're going to be
5: able to make those changes faster. I think it was the DCV they said, you know, that with yes. all this stuff, we can make faster changes.
0: Yes, that's exactly what it was from, and if that's the case, then hopefully you won't have to hit this exhaustion point. What if we get through Beyond Light and we're like, you know, Bungie, this change you made with XP is uh, its making everybody do this, or it's making us feel like we have to do this. Maybe they can make a pivot and a change before the next season starts, or at least make a pivot and a change before the spring season starts, so you don't get into the summer of 2021 and feel like, I, I feel like a broken record. I have to keep saying up, oh, too much of this, too much of this, too much of this. I, I think that's one of the biggest uh, shortcomings with their current uh, update and and hotfix timing is it takes too long. So you feel like, yep, here we go again. Too much bounty, too much objective focus. I've been saying this since Shadowkeep. Gee, many Christmas, when will this ever end? And so I I... I also sense, I also sense because Teddy said, you know, they went from saying tons of things in TWABs to really dry TWABs I feel like they're doing that it's, I think they do this on purpose and maybe not by purpose maybe it's also by design they they get you really hungry and thirsty <laughs> before really delivering, it's like they, we, I feel like we do this all the time they let it get dry, they let it get barren and they're like, boom here's a trailer, here's a vid doc and we all lose our minds and I feel like There's a greater proportion of psychological response because there's a period of waiting, because there's an anticipation, because there's a dry spell. We tend to respond stronger to the new info and to the hype and... And, and I think we have to be reasonable too I just think there's going to be times where they have nothing to say to us They're like, we don't have anything substantive to say about anti-cheat I don't want an update on anti-cheat I don't want them to get everybody's attention about anti-cheat to be like we're still working on it, we're still plugging it away just want to let you guys know we're we are still paying attention to it people are like Okay, if you don't have anything substantive to say, then shut up about anti-cheat. Like, that's my concern is you get everybody's attention to say very little and people are going to get angry like they did with Enhancement Cores. Um, So, I I think it's coming. I think the vid docs and the twabs and the trailers um, are coming, Uh, but I think the road to get there i think we got to get through the desert man i really really do i think we got to cross the desert it's just going to be dry the game's going to get dry the info's going to get dry and uh we've been here before so i i think sometimes i just kind of accept it for it it is one of the mantras of you know what my therapist uses one of the things i try to continue to say is live life on life's terms right and we kind of have to play Destiny on Destiny's terms, and these are kind of the patterns and things that have been in place for a while, and I, I'm i not saying it's okay or it's acceptable, but it's just kind of like, I, it's kind of always been this way. I, they can't always have a faucet of satiating info or a faucet of satiating content. It's always going to have a... It's going to slow down, and then it's going to get good again, and then it's going to slow down, and then it's going to get good again, because... It's 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 twelve months. It's three hundred and sixty-five days a year of Destiny. I I don't think I've ever played a game like Destiny, a game I play almost literally every day, for five six years. I mean that's kind of crazy. Like, there's not a lot of games I, pl- I played like that. There's not a lot of games I played like that. I don't even check Twitter and Facebook, you know, as as often as as, as I played this game over the years. You know,
5: I think it's because because I'm I'm the same way. I've played since you know the alpha and the beta of D1, and I think I've been here so long. And i think it gets to the point where you know at least last year and last year season drifter i didn't like game i wasn't a big big fan of that um and that's also a different work team it's a different work team it's a different group of people you know they were outsourcing activation whatever it may be but at least that season i felt like the communication was still clear on what they wanted to do and what was going on and you know i you may have the you know hunger you know when you say you know they were getting us hungry so when they give us the meal we're going to eat it all we're going to devour we're going to be so excited for that and you know that's what we're craving but when you have at least the last five years at least they were telling us um they're they're telling us things at least they're keeping you know lines of okay well we messed up with the season like a good example we messed up with drifter we didn't we didn't land it and they told us that and this season we're not getting that was season worthy they said okay well you know, we're just going to tone it down a little bit. We didn't expect that, but they didn't tell us that they, they were doing it. And just something like that, I feel like would um, would help at least the morale of it.
0: Right. Like, I think, I I don't know. I've just accepted that this is the, uh, this is where we are. This is where we are. This is the desert that we're in.
5: And, um, you know, you know. Yeah, Tech, Techno, do you have anything to talk about on this? I, I haven't really given you much time on it.
1: And I don't need much time. I just listened to him. you speak, and then I lost my train of thought because I don't really care what you have to say. Oh, okay, Sorry.
5: gotcha. That's what more, most co-hosts, uh, when I do it too, they just kind of tone it out, so it's fine. Uh, but yeah, I think that's really all I have. So
0: Okay.
1: I just don't really have much to say on the communication front of Bungie. I feel like their communication has been good thus far i don't really have any things to say that are bad against it uh, it's just if you don't have anything to say in a twab, don't post a twab. is how i feel
0: uh, yes and no they update us they do movie of the week they do known issues they do here's this hot fix like you know um, yeah but i
1: don't need like a four paragraph preface to that if you don't have anything to say just Give me the cliff notes real quick that's known issues the do. same
5: known issues have been on that known issues page and they've knocked out maybe three of them after the start of the season so it's just the same thing and for me with the known issues at least they're just just tell us like are we gonna which ones are the high ticket items we're working on this and progress on it and then just be done with that i mean
1: yeah like, yeah. It, like when i look at the TWAB, it's mostly solstice stuff and they're showing off. The armor glows and the eververse stuff and then all the way down at the bottom it's known issues movie of the week. And it's like, did I really need to read that five pages of solstice stuff when you have a solstice page on the website that also says all of that?
5: Maybe yeah. tell us how to get the armor. What the, what's the difference between the armor? Maybe tell us something new. Maybe that could've been what the twad was about, and not have a copy and paste from the solstice page. Just saying.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it, you know, we we we've gone full circle. We come back to the beginning now. You know, they 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 dropped the ball. It wasn't clear, and you know, they they're gonna try and clear it up uh, tomorrow, I think. Um, so yeah. we're we're hoping we're hoping that that'll you know the 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 trend here will change, and September will probably be the beginning of some vid docs, trailers, and info because that's when Beyond Light was supposed to hit. So I would anticipate August being a bummer and august being dry and september things will start to pick up again so
1: all right semi-related but not that much to what avenger was talking about i want to know with the delay and everything did they push back the exotic quests or is it still same time as usual and it just hasn't happened yet for travelers chosen because my reasons to do the weekly contact mission are ending quickly considering i only have four entries left to get in the book and that's the only reason i do it because i'm already max power so the pinnacle is worth nothing Yeah. Angel says they pushed it back. Okay.
0: Okay, I'm going to... Always love your passion, Avenger. We're going to Rexus if he's here. I know you had a conference call. Are you able to jump in here, Rexus, with a question, commentary? You're going to have to unmute yourself if you're here. I'm now vamping because you're not. There you Ah, go.
6: There we go. Sorry, forgot that part. Uh, I'm here, I'm here. Okay. Uh... I got some questions. Like uh, to me, the uh, armor quest steps are not. M- maybe it's just me because uh, I'm slightly autistic, so I take um, every. Like let's say every, it needs to be very clear. But for example, uh, if it says. Um, it just it just says um, on the solstice vest on for example I finally got to the um legendary set mm-hmm. it says um, void solar arc orbs It doesn't say what I have to do do I have to cap do I have to capture them do I have to create them do I just have to do, do, do we as team have to create them like what's the rule here
1: Uh quick thing That's if you inspect if you inspect the armor there will be a flavor text that tells you exactly uh, what you have to do. Where? It will huh? read oh, the I flavor see text
6: above it. I like, I like,
1: yep, okay. I see it. Dif- It'll tell you exactly what you have it. to do and exactly how to do it. Thank
0: you. Uh, not you know... That. Uh, <laughs> it shouldn't really be buried in that but it shouldn't yeah. be because I didn't re- okay so as an example this is a good this is a great question it, I was looking at my boots and it says playlist strikes void orbs and I thought oh creating 300 void orbs that's pretty easy no I just inspected it. it's collect void orbs in any strike come on it, why are you hiding the info from me <laughs>
5: Yeah. <laughs> that's I. That's
0: I'm glad you brought that up. I didn't even realize that that you could do that.
1: <laughs> yeah, me, that's me, how I figured that... out most of my min-maxing. To be honest, for my strikes, I just uh, was in the strike playlist. I got Sabbathune's song, and did a U-turn, and went and did the contact public event. Got all my kills, my orbs, and my heroic public events while getting all my strike kills.
0: Defeat combatants with elemental tip. damage. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty generic too, Philbo. Yeah, that. well, I think that's a generic one anyways if you look at the boot. It says elemental final blows. I mean, that, that's, not, that's well, not too bad. Well, if it says
1: right. combatants, it'll tell you if you need to, to defeat them in a certain place. Like if it says, like if they have to be in the EAZ, it'll say defeat combatants in the EAZ. But the little progress bar just says combatants on it.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah well, we but... saw that for you, uh, Rexis. You know what else you got?
6: <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, I still have to uh, kind of nag on the current system. I I don't like that I have made multiple great builds, and some of the builds would even be perfect to farm the orbs mm. for solstice. But I can't use it. Yep. It needs an exotic, so screw me, I guess. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. This is this is another I,
0: piece I of feedback, it be in, I, especially it be for in the your
6: gl- quest as a
1: pursuit. Is but, how the armor should upgrade. And that's how I personally feel. It should be a quest pursuit that will work no matter what armor you wear, because for the helmet that you're gonna have to wear into a master nightfall, you better hope you have a good roll on it.
0: Right.
6: Yeah. And and another thing is, um, I uh, for the gloves on my hunter, it said uh, it said. Um, uh, I think create or collect uh, arc uh, arc orbs and it was solar day so I'm already at a disadvantage I have to wait until tomorrow otherwise it's uh, no, getting don't. even more annoying just, you can just make maybe. any orb on can, any day yeah but, I can make uh, it but it, it creates more, a lot more solar orbs is what I noticed it if always you use creates... an arc
1: subclass and arc weapons you will get the same amount of orbs but they'll be arc you just won't get arc empowerment But just make sure you double dip on that because when you use an arc subclass, you'll get arc orbs that drop when you kill majors, ultras, and bosses. And then when you use arc weapons, you'll get arc orbs to drop. So then you can double down using arc weapons to kill arc bosses, and then you'll get like a fountain of eighteen popping out of one enemy at
6: once. Ah, alright. Though at the same time, it says me it it tells me to complete stuff with a solar subclass. So still I, I finished
1: everything up to the majestic and some of them so i know your pain
6: yeah and, and especially for, for like a uh, create arc orbs on the gloves i have a fantastic build for that but yeah. it requires exotic gloves so mm, i'm just sitting mm-hmm, there like mm-hmm. uh, okay i'll have to...
1: <laughs> risk runner boom problem solved
0: no, no 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 stop that stop doing that that's not the answer here the answer is not telling him Trinity to do something cool. else the feedback is good it is oh hey I have to do these things I have a great setup for that and it's like ah 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 take the armor off ah 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 put on this put on that and it's like alright n- n- no I don't want to you know um I, I it, it, that's that's just one of the things it's just like I, if if you're if you're gonna, this is what Guardian Games turned into creating laurels, and everyone's like Titan, skull for it. And it's like, okay, that's not the best, but it felt the best. It's it easy. felt the fastest. Punch it, thing, yeah, laurel easy. drop, punch thing laurel, yay, win. Right, and when this rolls around, you see, I have to create orbs, I have to do XYZ, but I gotta take my armor off to do it, that's frustrating. And it doesn't, you can chime in eight times, run this, run that, put on Risk Runner, do-do-do-do-do, and I'm like, I'm gonna say, no, I don't want to, I have what I like, This this is the criticism we've made of Bounties. You know, I wanna go into Strikes and Crucible, I have a great build for Crucible, but you're asking me to do things that are not in my loadout, you know? I, kinetic I,
1: I... weapons will always drop the orbs of your subclass when you meet a condition so like in the crucible i can run vigilance wing on a void subclass and vigilance wing will drop void orbs i run on an arc subclass vigilance wing will drop arc orbs so in the crucible you have a lot more freedom with your
0: kinetic weapons and everything but
1: mm-hmm. in other places it's a lot harder to
0: do we just i just think we keep the the game has a sickness and we keep finding symptoms of the sickness and the sickness is way too much specificity with bounties requirements or whatever it's so we, we, we ran into this with bounties we ran into this with guardian games and now we're running into it again with solstice it's just like man oh man I, I got this great build I worked on I gotta take it all off You know, I gotta do what? No, I don't want to. My reward is the white glow, and it's an armor set. So that means it—the reward supplants all the armor I've been working on. Are you gonna give me an easy grind to replace it and get high stats? No. Oh well, great. Like it's too specific, and I think we're just—we continue to analyze the game, and there's all these symptoms, and the underlying problem is year three just got way too checklist grocery you know grocery store list homework oriented and it feels super play flow disrupting and we've just highlighted another way with what rexus is saying
1: or we could just put on risk runner
0: (laughs) that's not the solution that's right (laughs) so do you have any we're 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 in about a little over an hour rexus do you have anything else uh
6: one small thing i think then i then i'm fine with Okay. Done for today. Uh, They also, I'm pretty sure they did not really mention anywhere that um, Gambit Prime and um, uh, comp playlist don't drop uh, any orbs.
1: That's a change they made. That's a change they made like a year or two ago, but they didn't specify it this time. Like uh, back during, I think it was the Revelry, people were going in and using the Revelry. Armor perks in competitive game modes, and it was a lot of people were pretty upset by that. Considering now it wasn't, you know, a competitive environment; it was who could throw the grenades fastest. So they disabled, Mm. and what and what Bungie feels are competitive modes, they will not get the event bonuses like that.
6: I I don't mind that at all. I think that is not a bad idea at all, but uh, it is not specified. I do not. I do not like. I, I went into, like, I went for gambit, and I thought, like, yeah, you know what? Uh, Current, currently, anyway, I seem to be getting players that uh, just uh, outclass me and my team by tenfold. Mm-hmm. We're getting absolutely stomped in normal gambit. Let's go for gambit prime. That'll should be over a little quicker because it's only one round.
1: I did gambit prime. And because... Went in there
6: and suddenly, wait, why am I not creating any orbs? What is right. going on?
1: you won't create any orbs but everything else will still prog- will still progress elemental kills super kills super casts all that but stuff I will still, still progress but you won't
6: get any elemental orbs collected or picked up i was still stuck at the elemental orbs also so it was like wait what is going on
1: yeah no, i know i ran in the math class in my gamut runs yesterday it was not fun
0: that's just another i think internal dissonance in the game i that, that's like when you can't get bounties from certain ads in a strike like the elevator in the crimson keep or the ads in the fanatics room like they don't count towards your bounty that's stupid like stop micromanaging me like what these orb creations in prime or competitive modes that aren't gonna do anything like stop it like just, just they, let me. you know arc empowerment will let people kill
1: prime evils with no stacks of prime evil slayer because it buffs melee damage, sword damage, sword enter, and it used to buff sword block, so if it buffs
0: sword energy regain, it's going to be even more broken. Uh, again, I, it, it, who cares? It, it, that's part yeah, of the fun, it, right? Yeah, it's gambit. It, it,
1: I think the main thing is there, it's supposed to be a competitive environment, which is why they don't want stuff like that going around.
0: Wheezy says, in competitive and survival it matters. Well, I, oh, okay, fine. L- listen, I just make it clear then, I think that's probably the main point Rexus is trying to make, like, make it clear so I don't waste my time and get surprised by it, you know, especially because we're even looking at some of the descriptions on the armor and we're like, this isn't clear until I inspect the armor, um, they could even put a little flavor text, like, you come to the boots here, and it has those three things, and right underneath of it, it could say inspect for more details you know, and you're like, oh, and you inspect, like, just that little line would have probably fixed that for rexus and then you can even have in the flavor details gambit prime and competitive modes do not create orbs like you just have i'm gonna go off on a
1: separate tangent darksider says arc empowerment just gives you sword ammo that would be incredibly broken in competitive environments being able to just get power ammo for collecting orbs on kill at any point and orbs aren't wiped when you die in crucible and regular gambit
2: mm.
6: they are I, I think they are nowhere wiped they just stack until if you they're get stacked en- up and then
1: they stack until you get an empowerment and then if you die with empowerment you
0: spawn in with nothing well unless I you did... already collected more orbs. yeah yeah i i think we've i think we've kind of we kind of rinse you know rinse this out we've kind of gotten all we probably could out of solstice in ways that it could get better and improve and 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 a lot of the symptoms of year three i think have uh exacerbated problems with solstice and you know hopefully bungee's listening loud and clear to what folks are saying uh, so that you know next year it could take on a different feel and a different theme because they nail the aesthetics that you know I think the glows aren't as good as they 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 showed in the wallpapers and the in the big <laughs> images but you know they, they still nail. a lot brighter in those
1: like I'm looking at them on my warlock and they look a lot more vibrant in the twab and on the solstice page than they do in game
0: yeah you know so the the, the aesthetics are, are good but could have been better but ultimately you know they uh they they have a they have a year three that just continues to kind of trip on itself, um, and I, I it's it's a bummer, and and really hoping we can see those improvements in year four so thank you for uh to Rexis for calling in thank you to techno for doing uh co-host with me today and for everybody listening if you're on itunes google play spotify or watching on youtube you can always catch me live at say no to rage.com click the join button on youtube or subscribe and the bell button if you'd rather use patreon you can go to sntrpresents.com and join as a patron uh, and as always when you listen or watch in those other locations i appreciate that so so much please like share and subscribe